good look, really. Up chimneys and... Oh, right. Go on, then. Up chimneys. Oh, that's okay. Fine, then. We'll, we'll see you there. I'll be, what would you be wearing? How will I know it's you? Uh, I'll be wearing the tuxedo. Ooh, the I got mine shoes. out yesterday. Did you? Yeah. And what about your tuxedo? Well, I left that in the wardrobe. Because <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what I've got to do. I've got pairs of trousers in different sizes. I'm li- like Liberace. Yes. You know, normal... Slightly normal, and then, oh my God. Well, bring the lot. Well, I thought I'd bring the lot. Yeah, but the trouble is you end up filling up the boot of the car, don't you? It's a big boot. It is a big boot. You're not going to get all your stuff in your car. Mm, no, I'm going to... Have you thought to... about that? Yeah. Got a roof rack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not vegetarian, are you? No. No, just checking. See you Sunday. See you Sunday. Have a shave. I will. You're not going to have a shave, are you? I will trim. Okay. Oh, lovely. Too much information. La, la, la. <laughs> Anthony Downer. Actually, incident. I did check on the website yesterday at the Queen's Theatre, and they've got two. I think for the three o'clock performance that were left, but you, need, you can't do it online. You need to. I don't think you can anyway. I think you need to go to the uh, the box office. It does say on there, go to the. What am I doing here? What's this, what's this computer doing? Is it doing silly beggars at the moment? Doesn't seem to be doing anything actually. It says running log off scripts. And it's not, it's not running anything off at all at the moment. Uh, anyway, uh, nice to have you company. Welcome to Friday. Very dark. Normally at this time, it's a bit, it's a bit lighter. <laughs> so unfortunately, at the moment, it's not very light. In fact, it's very satanic out there. And I, I normally have the blind halfway down, but this morning I sort of, I thought, I'll let the, the sunlight flood in. And it hasn't, because it's, it's very over. And it, look, at this five past five in the morning, for goodness sake. Uh, so what have we got in the paper today? Uh, we've got um, Alexandra Burt's got a new boyfriend. We've got a bent vicar. Big surprise. I never thought I'd be saying the term bent vicar. This is the one who actually conducted all these sham marriages. Am I talking to the front of it? Yeah. Really? I, the computer's still running log-off scripts. Stupid thing, honestly. I've given up with it. So, a, be- a bent vicar, a pair of the most disgusting people it's ever been my misfortune to mention on the programme. And this is a babysitting couple who battered to death a three-year-old boy in their care. At one point, they threw him against the wall. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if it, if it sounds a little bit harsh, but I'd have taken them out and hanged them by now, I'm afraid. I certainly wouldn't be wasting time sticking them in prison. Uh, they've sent them there. Uh, they've said for, I think, one for 14 years and one for 12 years or something like that. Well, they call it life, laughingly, in this country, but, of course, you know it's not. And uh, they'll be a piece of scum, I'm afraid. Uh, Kay, Kaylee Bullin and uh, her alcoholic boyfriend, Christopher Taylor, I mean, they actually looked after their dogs better than this child. What they did to this child, I'm probably not even going to repeat to you on the programme this morning. There's another evil old bag on the front page of most of the papers today because uh, a friend of hers went out with her boyfriend. They decided to torture her. And so that's what they did. Another evil old witch. You know, honestly, you begin to wonder what sort of families these people come from, don't you? Cheryl Cole has paid tribute to the NHS uh, doctors who saved her. And you thought, actually, and in fact, the first thought that crossed my mind was uh, all that money and she's gone NHS. That was the first thing that crossed my mind. So she didn't go private. She went NHS. And, of course, well done to the NHS doctors who saved her. And I hope you'll be making a substantial donation to the ward chair with all the money that you've got. I would have thought, you know, the very minimum, you know, how much is your life worth? You know, the NHS doctor saved your life. You know, do you not think you could uh, buy them a piece of equipment they might need at the NHS? She says, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So I'm looking at maybe half a million pound donation, something like that. Would you not think so? Somebody saved your life and uh, you've got that much money. Good grief, what on earth is that? Oh, it's Sharon Osbourne. Do you remember what Sharon Osbourne used to look like? When she was two-ton Tessie, 
years ago. And then she had all the surgery and trimmed down and she looked fantastic. Well, she's got a new TV show in America. It's called The Talk. And uh, she's been plumped up again, only this time she looks a bit like Tyne Daly. You know, she's got the same coloured hair, but the face is all bloated and fat. I think the trouble is, people who have this surgery, uh, and it is invasive, have it uh, because they think, well, I can't be bothered to lose weight. Let's just sort of cut it all out. I don't think she's ever tried to lose weight. I think this is just Botox and stuff like that. Um, She does look peculiar. She really does look very, very odd. Very strange. Danny Minogue has risked upsetting some of her young X Factor fans by insulting girls who wear Ugg boots. I do it on a daily basis. Ugg boots, excuse me. They're, they're called Ugg boots because they make your feet look ugly. We used to have a presenter at LBC. <laughs> Lovely lady. And she used to wear Ugg boots and she knew how much I hated them and she would deliberately wear them just to wind me up and she'd come in wearing her Ugg boots. And I'd go, they're ugly. The trouble is, a lot of the girls who are wearing them uh, are buying those ones in the market that sort of just sort of Ugg just UG, and they go out and buy them, and they think they're buying really genuine Ugg boots. You walk behind them, and you can see how bad some people walk, because the heels are worn down at the back, and they, they slop along in their little sort of micro-mini skirts and everything else, looking for all the world like they should be working the red light district in Amsterdam, because they're just the most awful footwear for women. They don't do anything for women's feet. I mean, I'd rather see them in a pair of green wellies than in a pair of Ugg boots. You see people queuing up to go and buy Ugg boots. They, oh, God. Are you buying them because they're a fashion statement? Because you can't be buying them because they're attractive on your feet, because they're not. They're just like they're just like Wellingtons with fur on and some of the other horrible concoctions. Oh, Godfather. I say, mainly sold in markets and, and mainly the kind of thing. And let's just call them chavs. Oh, talking of chavs, guess who turned up on Lad, uh, Ladette to Lady? Ben from Big Brother again. There he was. There he was on Ladette to Lady. Looking for all the world. Yes, we finally got the computer away. Uh, looking for all the world like, you know, a 30-year-old who hasn't actually got a proper job. Uh, he just sort of turns out, he's a, bit, he's a bit peculiar on Big Brother, I'm afraid. I don't want to be rude about him. Well, I do, actually, and so I will be. And uh, wait a minute, just sign in here. Because if I don't sign in, she can't, she can't see anything next door. So she can't do anything at all till I've signed in because I have secret words that I put in here. There's the that, 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 that. Uh, uh, she, uh, she thinks she knows what the secret word is. But I've changed it. I've changed it. It's a different one now. It's a different It's a different rude word. <laughs> I've added another number, and you'll never know what it is, too. And uh, so anyway, so, uh, so I was watching Big Brother last night, and I don't care what Ben could stand there till the cows come home and plead heterosexuality. But he spends most of his time with his arm draped around the so-called vicar, who's a bit of a worry, in there. And, uh, and the other gay guys. You've got two supposedly straight guys in bed. Uh, ben is just a little bit... Uh, 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 uh. There's something about it. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I don't like him. I don't know what it is I don't like about him. He's, he's one of these, uh, you know, terribly, terribly... Do you remember we used to have that guy, Derek, somebody, who was, uh, used to write speeches for Margaret Thatcher? Oh! 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 And then I saw a programme. I saw Come Dine With Me. It must have been a really old one with... It was the one in Croydon with the woman who you start... You, you, you originally hate her because she's so stupid and quite clearly drunk all of the time, because even when she was filmed during the daytime, she's a little, little bit slurry. And this idiot of a man, I can only describe him as a complete prat of the First Order, who started off and, and then he obviously didn't understand how the programme worked. 
He thought that you sat at the dinner table. He had no friends. He'd, he'd already told us this, that people invited him round to the house then. He, he, he sat there criticising their food. At one point, he said to this woman from Croydon, who ended up winning with him, uh, although, frankly, as I say, I mean, he was such a revolting man. Oh, he was just awful. And, um, and he, he just didn't shut up about it. He had a little piece of paper under the plate where he was writing comments on. And the egg, uh, he said, I don't think... He said, I can tell if this is fresh. And this egg is not fresh. And, and, and he wanted it laid that day. I thought, wish somebody had laid you that day. And, um, and he was just... He was just stupid. Whether or not he thought that by appearing on television that was going to do his credibility any good, I've got no idea, because he came over the biggest fool under time. He was obviously playing up to it a little bit. He was a rather stupid, nerdy kind of man. And, uh, frankly, he, yes, when, 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 he criticized, when, when she criticised his food, he didn't like it and became... And, and then quite clearly... I'm sorry to get so overwrought by this blooming programme, but it, it annoyed me so much watching it. And in the end, I, I warmed to her... Even though, I, th- I mean, I, I thought her food looked OK. I, th- I could have coped with uh, the haddock and I could have coped with uh, all the other stuff. He was so nitpicky. And can I have a clean glass, he went. I'll tell you what, if it had been me, I'd have picked him up by the scruff of his stupid little neck, opened the front door and kicked him out and gone, why don't you just bugger off home, matey? And got rid of him. Because he was just stupid. He was just immensely stupid. Perhaps he thought he was being clever. Whereas I'd have gone in his kitchen and gone, God, it's filthy in here. Because he had a really naff kitchen. The Italian guy, he said, oh, should this not be served hot? And so the Italian guy went, no, this is how I serve it for my children. Well, it should be hot. The plates are not hot. So by the time the woman from Croydon had got to her serving up of the food, she'd warmed the plates. He said, I hope the, the, the plates are hot. And so she brings them out and he goes, what, what temperature are they? She went, 150 degrees. I'd have rammed it down his throat, I tell you. Oh, she was actually quite clever with She put up with this silly old man who, frankly, somebody should have poisoned years ago. I wonder if he was married. Did, did he have a wife? And God knows what she must have been like, poor soul. Henpecked, I would imagine. But, uh, so that was that. So th- then I sort of turned on Big Brother. And they've, I told you yesterday they had some silly little girl walked out who did three days. So, bye-bye, drip. And, because uh, she thought her boyfriend was going to cheat. He did. And, uh, you know, because I like doing that to wind people up. It always makes me happy. And so now we've got Silly Ben in there who spends most of his time in bed with men draped all over him. Very rarely women, I've noticed. But there again, I always thought Ben was a bit suspect. Probably when he comes out, it'll be, uh, yeah, because I'm, like, bisexual or something. It'll be something stupid. Whatever it is, he don't, doesn't appear to have had a proper job for God knows how long. Ever, I don't think he's had a proper job, has he? Because if he's been turning up on television on these programmes, how can you hold down a proper job? He turned up on, on, in, in Rafe's kitchen, cooking, like a bit of a girl. Uh, then on Ladette to Lady, where he just comes over. He looks like a... He's quite clearly desperate to make something of himself, but he doesn't appear to have any talent. I'd love to see what his parents are like. Wouldn't you just love to see the parents? I bet they're going, we had a very good education. He's turned up on this. God, blimey. Bit of a, bit of a dreary thing. Oh, I tell you, looking at the, uh, the pictures of the Beckham, uh, Thomas says it, it would be nice if they smiled once in a while. She can't. She doesn't smile. She doesn't smile. She is Miss Misery. She can't help it. It's, she's just got one of those miserable faces. And they were going off to Kelly Hotton's place for dinner, where they had to put up with uh, Alan Carr and Gordon and, and uh, Tana Ramsey. You know, which is nice, if you like that kind of thing. But uh, you've only got the Becca... Is she going to eat anything? I shouldn't think so. Why don't we put her on Come Dine With Me? I'd like to see... Because all I was thinking watching the Come Dine With Me programme is, it's a programme about food. Why don't they just eat it? The woman from Croydon... Did, I don't like that. I don't... I'm not going to eat that. Well, you eat that. And he said, well, it's very rude. I thought, well, it's a food programme. The whole idea is you go on and you educate yourself, don't you? If, if, you, if, you, if you've never tried it before, it's like saying, oh, I've never eaten Indian food. You go, well, try it. Oh, I couldn't try it. Well, try it. Go, oh, no, I couldn't. 
I mean, there are certain things which I wouldn't want to eat. But uh, but the rest of the time, you know, you just eat it, don't you? You just eat it. I do love the pictures of the two cars clamped at the back of Harrods. The uh, the posh boys are over from Dubai. And I think this is part of the Qatari royal family. And they're beautiful cars. One is worth £1.2 million and the other is worth £350,000. You can see all the uh, the rich boys driving around the back. Um, unfortunately, in, in Dubai, they're rich and vulgar. That That's the problem. You know, you wouldn't see our royal family driving around in top-of-the-range cars. The Queen's got a Range Rover, which she drives around in, and that's about it. But uh, over in uh, in Dubai and the royal family and other men, they, they drive around in flash cars. And it's a little bit boys and their racers. So they both got clamped. You know, you might own Harrods, but the road, sadly, Sweet Peas, is owned by us. So we've actually clamped you. Uh, but as I say, £150 clamp on a £1.2 million car. <laughs> as if they're going to bother, ladies and gentlemen. These are the headlines. In less than an hour, London's cycle hire scheme goes live. As long as you've registered, you'll be able to use thousands of bikes at hundreds of locations across London. Big changes are announced later to the way the benefit system works as ministers attempt to make people see the value of getting a job. And after the cabin crew strike in the ash cloud, British Airways reveals later how its figures have been affected. Double check on the state of the for this morning. It's Matt Jones. Thanks, Steve. Yes, good morning. We'll start off uh, with Stoke Newington. Honestly, did you turn these stories around? You go, you embellish that story. Go, no, I told you exactly what happened. I didn't. Which, which bit did I embellish? Go on. I dare you. I'll embarrass you on air. Go on. I feel very sorry for Chris Page. Chris Page goes out to buy a bottle of cider worth £2.55 from a shopping centre store. The, secu- the, the retired security firm cashier was told he had to provide photo ID because he may have been under 18. He's 67. So he goes there, and uh, he, he, he produced his bus pass, which has his photo, and is only issued at the age of 65. So in other words, you can't get one till he's 65. So they, they, they challenge him in this shop. He went to the one-stop shop in Harlow uh, and bought booze from an off-licence over the road. Three years ago, the one-stop store's alcohol licence was revoked by the council, but the decision was overturned when the owners pledged to enforce a strict ID policy. Because lots of these shops now, I can't tell this somebody's age, and most of these students can get something printed off the internet. You know, how old am I? 37. But anyway, the company said there is signage in the store to inform customers, and they have a strict ID policy. He's 67, for God's sake. Don't be so stupid. I mean, don't please reinforce the stereotype that most shopkeepers in Harlow are a bit thick. Because, frankly, he's 67 and you ask him for ID for buying a bottle of cider? God, blimey. I tell you what, why don't you, why don't, I tell you what, Ledger, why don't you all go into the one store, here, the one-stop shop in Harlow today, go, I'd, I'd like to buy a bottle, a bottle of, 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 of cider. And I've, I've brought my mother with me to prove how old I am. And see how far you get with it. We go, and, and who, who was the prat who said that if you're over 65, you've got to produce ID? Can you believe it? I mean, even look 67. You've only got to be over 18 to buy a bottle of cider. And they go, no. And so he produces his bus pass and they go, well, that doesn't prove anything. (laughs) God, there's some thick people on shops, aren't there? There really are. It's no good. Um, Polly in the Mirror today. Why am I reading stories that actually were yesterday's stories? The story that Simon Cowell is on holiday uh, with Sunita and Jackie Sinclair is a Sunday story. 
I did that Sunday on the programme, Polly. Pull your finger out, girl. You're being paid more than 50 grand a year. For God's sake, at least try and earn your money. Don't recycle a bit of old rubbish from Sunday's papers. It really gets on my nerve. Lazy journalism, I'm afraid. Very, very lazy journalism. Uh, other stories. Uh, they've got Lady Gaga. My God, she's unattractive without the makeup. Oh, my God. Did you see the picture of the Sunday? She just looked peculiar. Just looked very peculiar. Here he is, the bent vicar. This is Alex Brown, 61, who joined the crooked Nigerian pastor. Seems to run in the church at the moment, doesn't it? It's a bit worried. And what they were doing is conducting bogus marriages. In four years, 360 fake marriages. The vicar, the, uh, the crooked Alex Brown, who uh, unfortunately is going straight to hell, do not pass go, do not collect anything at all, said he had no idea when one woman turned up three times in one day for a bogus marriage. He was on the old backhanders. He was lining his pockets. Strangely enough, before this course came to uh, this court uh, case arrived, he resigned from his post. What a bent vicar. A bent vicar. The other one was um, uh, a guy from... I forget where he was from, actually. Uh, an illegal immigrant, a Ukrainian, Vladimir Buchak. He should have been kicked out years ago, and he was trousering two two grand a time. I don't understand this. What, the, the what you do is, okay. you you are, in, in the case of some of these Nigerians, OK, mm-hmm. so you're a member of this church where this bent pastor, Michael Adelasoya, works, mm-hmm. and you go to him and go, listen, I'm being kicked out, and he goes, £2,000, we'll see this right for you. And you go here and you marry somebody. Anyone. Well, you, you marry somebody who's being paid. Mm. So if it's right. a man, they find a woman. You find a bent vicar, like we managed to find this one here, Alex Brown, and he just marries them and gives them a certificate. That's outrageous. For, for, for money. So they could get the same woman to marry several people. Four times in one day, the same woman married. Well, she was very different busy. People. She had a different £2,000 a time she was getting. So she earned £8,000 in a day. And at the end, I mean, it's, it's like a lot of people. You see it time and time again. Women who come over here with their husbands then magically split up. He gets a house, she gets a house, and, and they go, we're not actually together. I mean, they are together. But you get two houses, you see. Yeah. Because it's but, such an easy system to fiddle. But I, I thought that they did all those tests like they did. Do you remember that film Green no, Card? No, where they come no. around and check your toothbrushes? No, no, and no. And what colour of your underwear was your husband wearing when he no, went No, because you've got a bent vicar, you see. The vicar signs the marriage certificate. Yeah, but once they're married, don't they... Before that, don't they... When they apply for, you know, residency in the United Kingdom... Yeah. Don't they go around to their houses and check that they're together? But they're not applying for residency in the United Kingdom. What are they applying for, then? Well, they're here... Many of them are students... Oh, I see. They're here on temporary visas. So they're just extending their visa by marrying someone. Well, they're just, let's face it, well, as soon as you're married, you can then stay in the country. So you find so, certain so in rights, other words, yeah. you know, you, you could make, well, perhaps not you, but I mean, other people, well, perhaps not me either, but you could certainly make money. <laughs> could marry each her. other. She, 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 she could go out there, she Chinese can't. Amanda, no, she and can't. she could make a bit of money because she lives here. That's true, I suppose. I'm having the... You know, I've had to have the car modified today. Because I spoke to Amanda yesterday, and I said, what are you wearing on Sunday? She's been difficult. She's been really difficult. And she started saying something... Because I'm picking her up at Highgate, taking her on the highway to Hornchurch on Sunday, and probably bringing her back. Couldn't you just stick her in the trailer at the back? Well, I thought about that, and it may come she to that. sit there like a sidecar on a motorbike. Because she said that she's actually insisting on wearing full Chinese costume, and those pins she's are got not the chopsticks. my roof. She's got the chopsticks in the hair. She showed me the thing today, and it's done up like one of those uh, cottage loads. Yes, that's she's it. the hair all done like that. She yep. showed me a picture the other day, it takes hours. And, uh, and she's got the, the white makeup on. She's a little bit kabuki. She's got wooden, wooden shoes, and she said. she's got wooden shoes on, which we've bound her feet to, and she's got chopsticks in her hair. I know. She can't walk. The thing about it is, Steve, I've got a soft-top convertible. Well, you will have. 
Well, I will. Have. Well, I'm having. I've, I've been to Saab, and they've said that they could do two pinholes for the for the, so for the needles, through. which can go through, or I can have the roof part collapsed. And I thought, well, rather than damage the cloth, I'm going to get it part yeah. collapsed just for Sunday. But if it rains, her hair will be ruined. Yeah. It's going to rain right on her. The forecast is rain. She actually said that during the during the three o'clock when there's a gap between the two shows, mm. she can take the pins out and she can do some knitting. And she thought she knitted know, today's outfit. Really? Have you seen it? It's absolutely outrageous. She walks in, and, and I thought we were being filmed for Candy Camera. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the office, and she goes, morning, because she's fairly cheerful in the morning. Yeah, not in the afternoon. No, but the afternoon has <laughs> worn off very quickly. And, uh, no, she's had a drink. And, uh, and she started on that one again. Two, two LucasAids the other day, and a Red Bull, which worries me somewhat. You the know, Red the Bull's combo, very worrying. The Red Bull is very worrying. Too Anybody who I see at the bus stop in the morning with a Red Bull, I immediately go, hangover. <laughs> you know. He's like, never had a Red Bull in my life, you know, Chinese Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no it caffeine. is actually a Red Bull. She brings it in, you know, and it sits there. You mean one from Catalonia? The one from Catalonia. <laughs> it's either better than that than a flying donkey. So she, so she comes in and she's wearing this outfit. And I'm like, what the hell are you wearing? So I made a look around for the film crew, thinking we're quite clearly being filmed. And this is like, you know, items to shock at work kind of situation. And then I'll be played back on a reality television programme. Like, oh my God, what are you wearing? And she'll then go, I made this myself. And then they film my, my reaction, like, really? And, and so it goes like this. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Well, no-one else could make it. Have them, you looked at they? it? Yes, I have. She looks like a bridesmaid from a chav wedding. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's really awful. I thought Jordan and Alex were have, doing their nuptials exactly. again. Exactly. You going. know, I seriously thought she could be chief bridesmaid, or at least matron of <laughs> honour at her age. However, she does occasionally wear flippy flops. Oh, yes, she does. That's very trendy. Well, it's not. How much do you think flippy, flippy flops are costing the NHS every year because people have accidents. On the underground, I would think. Well, anywhere. You've seen people run down the escalators in flippy-flops. Don't do the underground. It's, I know it's you don't. It's very sweet of you to mention it. It was funny, actually. I listened to your programme yesterday and Paul Savory went... You were talking about smells or something. Yes. Yesterday. Favourite smells, Favourite yeah. smells, and he was saying, what oh, smells like the underground. I thought, when was the last time he was on the underground? The, the, tra- the tubes were red and Queen Victoria was on the That's throne. That's right, and there was a man with a red flag in front and there was lots <laughs> yeah. of steam and One train grit. every 45 minutes. How much does it cost uh, the NHS every year to sort out problems with flip-flops? A lot of money, I would think. 40 million. That's outrageous. 40 mi- there are more than 200,000 foot injuries a year because of flip-flops. Yes, dangerous. However, you know what we're spending money now? OK, if you're a nervous disposition, put your fingers in your ears. La, 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 la. Muslim women are going in there to have an operation yes. to prove that they're virgins. No, to have their virginity put back. Yes, but to, exactly, to have their, their virginity... So, in other words, they've been off with all and sundry. Yeah, a bit of a But because they want to marry somebody, they've got to prove they're a virgin. Mm. I mean, to be honest, it's a bit old-fashioned, but there you go. And it costs... They, they did 116 <laughs> operations last year on Muslim women to put back their, their virginity. Yes. But they've been doing this in Japan. for. I've known about this operation for a long, long time. A lot of Japanese women have it. Because a lot of Japanese men like their, their brides to be virgins. Yes, I know. It's all mental, isn't it? I mean, for But, don't, but actually, uh, women of a certain age sometimes mm-hmm. go in and have a similar operation to enhance their um, sex life. Do they? Yes. Once, you know, you've had a couple of children and later on in life... Yeah. You know, oh, right. they go in and they Tom, have... Tom Jones is talking about sex days. He said, he the older you get... I don't think, they don't think Tom Jones could ever be made a virgin no, but, again. but he, 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 said, he said, it's funny, he said, the older you get, you don't, you're not interested in sex. I thought, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like rampant rabbit at That's the moment. You it's about, just it? madness. That's all you ever think about. Yes, but unfortunately... Sex and horn It's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's total wa- yes, exactly, sex and horn church. But it's... If- Better to Not have in that thought. order. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Jan, in the box office. But next Monday, it might just go back to sex. 
I shouldn't think so. No, you'll no. still be, you'll still I, I think, be a high on I think on he's right. Jokes. I think he's right. I think the it's older true. you get, the the less. Well, you think about it, but you can't really be bothered. You'd rather do a jigsaw. A jigsaw. Yeah, I know a lot of people who go to me. I've bought a jigsaw, and you go, oh, sex life stopped then, has it? I suppose it'd be a bit. It could be a jigsaw of the Karma Sutra. Now you see how long that would take. So you could do a jigsaw. Did you ever read the Karma Sutra? No, I've got. I know. I just got through Jackie Collins once. I know. I, was gonna say, I mean, do you know? To be honest with you. I mean, I'd have done my back-in by position yeah. three. <laughs> it was like a yoga exercise. I don't know why people bother. What, the Kama Sutra? Yes. I went uh, to a, somewhere ridiculous. in India or somewhere once, and mm. they had paintings all the way around of the Kama Sutra. Really? Yes. Well, I think that's disgusting, I'm afraid. Absolutely disgusting. So no more talk about that. Instead, we'll take a break. LBC 97.3 Morning, everybody. LBC 97.3. It's lovely to have your uh, company this morning. Lovely to have anything, actually. Maybe the OAP, says Phil, uh, should have asked the person serving him if they were over the age of 18 and old enough to serve. I'll tell you what I get in the morning. I get a lot of drivers recently who don't know left from right. So we come to the end of the street and they're in... The, the, there's a, a double lane. You either go slightly to the right and it filters round through Richmond because they're following Satnav, mm. or I always go turn left. So I said this morning... Uh, left here. So they immediately indicate right. Mm. Now, whether or not, perhaps it means something different in another language. So I always go, no, left. <clears throat> and so then he goes a little bit to the left, but he's still in the wrong lane. So I go, no, left. And I had to repeat it three times I know, today. But, but I have to tell you, I... <laughs> What? I failed my first driving test oh, because God. I don't know my left from right either. Really? And lots of people don't. If You're not driving her. She's not insured. <laughs> she will you be. You don't know the difference between left and right. Never have. And I, I have Can to you really spot think... colours on traffic lights? Yes. Thank God for that. Red, pale blue, white. Pale blue, right, white, yeah. And then pink. <laughs> oh, that's and... the sky. Yeah. That's an oh, aeroplane. Lovely. <laughs> no, but I really don't. And I always have to uh, do that. You know, wiggle your hand. And say, so that's my right hand, that's my left hand. Because I write with my right hand. And I drink with my more, left. It gets more complicated by the day. <laughs> but that's why I pa- failed my first driving test, because Matt said to me, left here, and I went right. And I took it round a huge one-way system. And he got very, very angry with me. Yeah. I failed my first driving test because he said, how do you turn right on a motorway? So I said, well, you... You indicate. Well, first of all, you look in the mirror, then you indicate. You said you can't turn right on a motorway. <laughs> you can in America. I said you can if I'm driving. <laughs> you can in America. They have right lane exits. Yes, and yes. It's very complicated. Because they're driving different side of the road, aren't they? No, no, they, they, they have yeah, exits right. on both sides of the motorway. I mounted the curb as well and nearly hit a pillar <laughs> bolt, so I think that was the, the deciding factor. <laughs> Yeah, the the the, the, the clinger. The, I think that the clincher was when I nearly ran over the woman with the pram. <laughs> you know. How old were you when you passed the driving test? Uh, I was uh, actually at the age you can pass. Seventeen. Seventeen. I, f- yeah. I had a woman driving instructor, and she had dual controls on the car. Mm, thank God for that. Well, no, I hated that because <laughs> in Newbury there was a little bridge right mm. in the middle of the high street. It's a little old bridge right next to a butcher's, and the set of traffic lights there. And just as I got over this little, I mean, this tiny bridge is tiny. It's got lights on it because you can only get one car either way. Yeah, you give way. Something. And I went to go over and they were orange and she jammed on the brake and the car stalled <laughs> and it was so embarrassing because there were people standing on the pavement who knew me and I had to pretend it wasn't I wanted to hit her <laughs> I thought you've embarrassed me it was dreadful but I, I failed first time passed second yeah time. I did too I passed the second loved time loved it I couldn't wait to get out I love driving me too I love it and I passed my my best friend Stephen we didn't know we'd both taken our test on the same day and we both passed within an hour of each yeah, other she he- passed Second time in a rickshaw. <laughs> Marvellous. <laughs> she was pulling it. <laughs> yeah, so was she driving it or pulling it? She was pulling it. Actually, so that, I... That's the dress. That's the yes, dress. I know. It's she very... Um... morning. <laughs> 16 balls of wool, that, and two new buttons. It's crochet. So, it's crochet, it's I It's marvellous. 
that's I really love it. For her, that's yeah, actually... brings out your tan beautifully. Oh, it certainly brings out something. <laughs> I'm not sure we can talk about it at this hour of the morning. We already have. People of a sensitive nature listening. Yes. <laughs> uh, Steve, Sharon Osbourne did look beautiful a few years ago. I wish she returned to the X Factor. At least she had a personality then. <laughs> she can't do X Factor. She does look very odd at the moment. She's, She's all puffed up. She's ever so little, you know. Yes, I know. They're all little. They're really tiny. Joan Collins. She's tiny. She's minuscule. Joan is tiny. Yeah, she really is minuscule. Very. And good. and Louis um, Walsh is little. I see. Yes, he's tiny. All oh, right. Really tiny. Oh, okay. Not Louis Spence. I yeah. haven't seen him. I think he's tiny too. Darren says Friday payday, and Steve gonna going into one. It's going to be a good day. We we we've just been paid actually. We yeah. get paid on the last. Friday in the month. Yes. Last week we got paid. I got paid. I, tend, I try not to think about it too often now, because most of it seems to disappear out to the tax Everybody panel. gets paid today. Do they? Yes. Oh, 30th right. of July. What do you call a Frenchman wearing loose sandals? Loose sandals? Loose sandals, yeah, Frenchman. I've no idea. Philippe Philop. <laughs> OK. Have you seen the price of flip-flops? <laughs> to actually buy in the shop? No. You can buy... I don't wear flip-flops. Are, I'm going I'm to wear them Sunday. No, are you? First half, not I second. I think flip-flops are almost acceptable if you're on the beach or in the south of France. Sandals <laughs> for men are never to be worn. Not with white socks that finish at your knees. But you can wear sandals. Lovely sandals. No, you can't. Yes, you can no, you with can't. shorts. No, you can't. And come on, no, everybody does. No, you cannot. Does. I'm sorry, you can wear it's, deck shoes. It's just you. Not well, of course shoes. it's just me. Who else is in here? <laughs> just me and a strawberry. Hello. No, you can you can you can wear deck shoes. Why but can't you, do you not wear, wear sandals? Well, you just can't. Those sandals are lovely. That fit all over your feet. And They're just not lovely. They're horrible. Australians wear them. And you look at people. It's all right for women because they go out and they get their feet. I manicured. wear them. Yeah, but you shouldn't. Why? I'm being kind. <laughs> what have you seen my feet? No, I'm just I'm just saying as a man of your age. What age is that? Thirty six. Anywhere between forty and death, <laughs> I think. So I'm, you shouldn't be wearing them. Well, I think they look nice and they're very comfortable. And when you go out and about and you've got your shorts on, you've got your you know t shirt. You wear shorts. Don't... Yeah, of course I do. Dear God, it, fun... it goes from bad to worse. Well, they're, but they're proper shorts. They're not like as little shorts. To what? They're not like little they're, they're shorts. They're a little tight and cut down. No, I'm not wearing those. No, no, no. Ago. I only wear them around the be- around the house. <laughs> but, but I wear my long shorts no. out because it's hot. Well, it's not so hot now. It's quite cool out there. Fourteen degrees. I wouldn't wear shorts in town if my life depended on it. But on a hot sunny day. No, I wouldn't. But no. Everybody does. Well, I'm not everybody. And I've seen your legs. La, 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 la. Anyway, other stories are coming in I'll probably see them today. again before the weekend. Amanda out. says, I know I shouldn't find it funny, but when you ch- tease Chinese, Amanda, I can't <laughs> stop laughing. Hello. <laughs> it's lovely smiling at other people's misery, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? It really is. Uh, yeah, she said she, she doesn't mind being Chinese. Well, there's nothing she can do she about Vietnamese it, really. last week. <laughs> and Japanese next <laughs> Japanese week. Japanese next week. <laughs> and then we're going to move her to Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> Karen says, can you tell John how much I enjoyed his stand-in for Simon Calder on the holiday show last week? Thank you very much. We had she some ha- amazing questions. She went to uh, Sensatory in Tenerife. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, another, oh, uh, two returns. Third row two in returns. Queen's Theatre for the 3pm uh, 3 show, says Jan. I saw them on the internet yesterday and they're... Just if you're if you're on the stage, they're just to the left hand side. There's two in the third row available at ten a.m. this morning. So if you want them, there's just two there for the three o'clock show. Yes, you can't contact us. You have to contact the box office at the Queen's Theatre. Yes. Okay. And they're good um, seats actually. Pardon? Row three is good. They're lovely. <coughs> Had it those while built in commode. They're really the best ones in the house. So even if you want to go to toilet, you just don't need to stand up. It makes it so much easier, doesn't it? I tend to find. But I can always spot when people are going because they sit there with a fixed grin on their face. Look at, and I go, are you all right? And they go, oh, fine. You can have <laughs> seat numbers. You should pull some seat numbers out the hat and say, who's sitting in 16F? 
Oh, well, you should know this. You're, you're being the usher. You're I'm supposed not being to know the, these I'm not, things. I'm, I'm meeting and greeting. You're showing people to seats, John. No, I'm not. That's what the other people no, do. No, no. I'm meeting you a torch, them at the gates at the theatre. Hello, what, what's your numbers? Okay, you're at the back. <laughs> Just up there, thank you. You're in economy, obviously. Yes, you're, in, you're in the economy, so you won't see anything, and you won't hear him either. And we're not upgrading today, I'm afraid. Yes, we're, we're not full. doing any upgrading, <laughs> and there's two toilets to the side, and one to the back, or if you're down in this row in the front, it's got the commode built in. Don't tempt me. No. Noreen says, so John is meeting and greeting. That'll be nice. I am meeting and greeting. Yeah. I should be at the doors of the Hornchurch Theatre. What, on the outside? Yeah, when the people... When when Jan opens the doors, I'm going to be there and say, good evening, welcome, welcome well, to... Well, I'm not going to say good evening at three o'clock in the afternoon. No, that's the evening that. when I'm practising. You're getting drinking I've got, early. I've got two scripts, one for the lunchtime and one for the evening. <laughs> right. Along with two outfits. Four outfits. Four outfits? Well, four just in case. Four? Well, yes, just... Blimey, not even I'm taking four. Well, just I'm in case. In it. But just in case. Oh, right. And I've got to wear something to go to the theatre and something for going away. Oh, yes, I, I agree. You, you have, <clears> the, you have the, the going to the theatre outfit, then you have the changing into, yes. and then you've got the other changing into. The, perform- the three o'clock performance, you've got to wear an afternoon outfit and then an evening outfit. A bit like going to a wedding, really. Isn't it? Oh, blimey. You always change for the evening. I get more stressed by the day. But I've you don't have dr- to stress about it, because it's all prepared yeah. and hanging and ready and beautifully prepared. Well, it's certainly hanging. Uh, I've, got to go to, I've got to go to my brother's today, right. and then I've got to finish there, because tomorrow, or at some point today, I'm going to get a haircut. Oh, you really need a haircut. I really... It's flopping in my eyes. It's <laughs> yes. just driving me mental. And uh, I've got to get the car washed tomorrow. Quite, in case someone sees it. Dirty car. Yeah, it's a dirty park. car. Uh, and Noreen's going to Abingdon, then by boat... Uh, on the Thames to Oxford today. Go by coach from Hatfield, where we get picked up. That's nice. nice I think that's out. too much information. It's going to be a nice sunny day. Is it? I think so. Wear your shorts, Dry. Noreen. Where you should get get Brian out. It's and be nice your on sandals. Sunday. Is it going to be nice on Sunday? Yeah, nice on Have Sunday. Checked? Sorry, especially in Essex. No, it's just going to be nice full full stop. I think the weather. I mean, there's no rain forecast. Although, to be honest with you, I wish it would. We need rain. It we need. Uh, I need a bit of rain. It rained the other day, and I went out to my garden. I was talking to my next door neighbour, and I went, "It's going to rain, isn't it?" Because the sky was kind of quite dark. Yes. And yes. I said, it's going to rain. It's going to be one of those torrential storms. Yes. I won't water. So I came back in. Oh, I watered. And then I went back out, and the rain didn't even make the ground wet. No, no. It was it just soaked disappearing. Up but also, but it, you, don't, you needed water because it's it's very <laughs> humid and it dries. Especially Especially if they're in terracotta pots, everything stuff dries out. Like, I mean, my, my labelia has gone quite limp, ladies and gentlemen. But my begonia is bouncing around the front garden. Is it? It's well, bird. It's absolutely. Well, begonias marvelous. are quite nice. They're quite lovely. It's deep, deep. My fuchsias orange. are dropping. Your fu- we put fuchsias in hanging baskets, haven't you? Well, like, all these years, I've got fuchsias in these. I keep every year going. I'm not putting fuchsias in hanging baskets again because I can't bear it when they drop. No, well, my, uh, petunias are best. Yes, petunias are best, but you, you need to deadhead. I've been doing that. I'm constantly yeah. I did that this morning. I've been awake since two. I was really? dead heading at two fifteen. Yeah, I was going to water, but I watered for hu- in your pants again. <laughs> yes. You're dead heading in your pants. Yes. What is Renee that's died then? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> long, long, long time ago. Don't worry. I see Gavin Reed's been uh, jailed for six weeks. Gavin Reed is a silly little girl's blouse. Gavin Reed went out and uh, he was with a group of men who confronted Baroness uh, Warsi. He pelted her with eggs. Disgusting. Silly little piece of work you are, aren't you, Gavin? This isn't the first time that Gavin's been in prison. He's been in prison before for GBH, <laughs> and it was then that he converted to, converted to Islam. Obviously, it didn't oh. do him much good, did it? No, really? Learned eggs. nothing, silly little girl. Honestly, never mind. Back in prison for another six weeks, and it'll keep you happy. Uh, Mike in Epsom, enjoy. Daughter's getting married on Saturday. Oh, in Epsom. Daughter, absolutely. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. And uh, getting married to Pete. So he's going to be very stressed over the weekend. So he said, I can't make it to... Uh, Hornchurch. To Hornchurch. There's two tickets available. It's outrageous. It'd be a nice honeymoon. Sorry? If you get on the phone at 10 o'clock, you'd get those two tickets. It'd be a nice wedding present. Yes. Well, that's a point, actually, yes. Uh, Steve, could you mention Teddington Royal British Legion? Open day. 
Tomorrow from 12.30, live music stalls and a BBQ. A BBQ. A BBQ, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that's good. Brown in Hampton Hill, thank you. So the Teddington Royal British Legion Open Day. We like the British Legion. Yeah, that's very... It's a B- lot. BBQ's funny. I know where you are. You're by the bus stop. You know where they are? Yes, I know exactly where they We've are. We've got a league. We've got one in Muswell Hill. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, but they've got quite everywhere. a big place, actually, and you can yeah. rent it out and... And stuff, but BB Di, who works at the local doctor's surgery for me, she she looks after. I, I generally give them prizes and stuff for their mm. raffles and things like that. I've just given a prize, a raffle prize to um, oh, a Camden association in Camden that looks after the older people. You know, takes them on exercises. Yeah, and so you're hedging your bets for the future. Well, I thought I put my yeah. name down now. Well, it's best, especially now they've up. They've well, up what, what did you the, give? They retired. <laughs> I gave them a voucher for fifty quid, I think. Oh, and they'll put that in their raffle. They nice. thought that was a lot of money. Well, they would do in Camden if they're elderly people. Well, they can get some You can money. buy oranges and everything, can't you? £50 worth of oranges is a lot of oranges. £50 worth of travel. Oh, travel. You can go towards your train tickets, coach tickets, holidays. Uh-huh. If they're rich, they might come in and book something fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we've got That's what he's pound, hoping. We've got a £50 voucher. We want to book a £26,000 holiday yeah. to Sandy Lane. Yeah. That's what I want. Jess says, is Auntie Enid going to Hornchurch? Well, if she is, she's going in an ambulance. And I'm not meeting and she, greeting her. No, she's had a relapse at the moment, I'm afraid. Well, I mean, the other day... The support hose on her stockings fell down, and she put two legs in, two feet in one leg, fell over, and she's bruised herself. Poor thing. I've, but I, I said I've done the same. When my back went, I had to pull my pants on with a coat hanger. Yeah, but I've told you before. And that's a bit dangerous. American tan doesn't suit her. It's not, is it? It's just not her colour. It's not her colour. She's got the black one. The trouble is, she's she's been a big fan over the years of Jodie Marsh, <laughs> and she she's admired Jodie from afar. Not but, Jodie Harsh. No, not Jodie, Jodie Marsh. Marsh. Jodie Marsh. And uh, and she saw her once, and she decided that was the colour she wanted to be. But she's left a mark all around her. She looks awful, really. Poor old so, thing. Jess, the answer is no, I'm afraid. She will be mentioned, though. Uh, and Darren says, you're such a great producer, Amanda. Does Steve realise how lucky he is? God. Will you stop writing these things? It's just, it's so <laughs> obvious it's you. Oh, blimey. I had... Every day she slips, you know, she slips... Oh, see, when I sound lucky. It's the same blooming words every day, just, just round the wrong way. Yes, but think how long it takes her to translate that from the Chinese. With a all those symbols. Ta- Mandarin. She's fluent Mandarin. Mandarin. That's why she's called a Mandarin. She's a godsend in a Chinese restaurant. She really is. We, we get food. It's not even on the menu. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, that's because it's attached to a McDonald's. <laughs> it is, yeah. It generally comes with a free toy in a, in a paper bag. I've got so many paper bags now. Martin says, uh, I'm with you. Not everybody wears shorts. You're out of order. I'm not out of order. Thank you. I'm going to wear my shorts. You better not. News headlines. Just an hour to go now till the Mayor's new cycle hire scheme is open for business. More than 11,000 of us have signed up already. GFL said it'll revolutionise how we get around central London. A 37-year-old man's in a serious condition after being stabbed in Stoke Newington High Street around three hours ago. One man has been arrested. And the welfare system could see the most radical shake-up in decades after plans to be revealed by the government later. Work and Pensions Secretary Ian Duncan-Smith will announce options to reform benefits and encourage people to get a job. Check out the roads for you. Let's get you there quickly. Now you don't want to go to work, but we can help. Matt Jones. Thank you, Steve. Yes, we'll start off in Stoke Newington. As we heard on the news there, an incident... Point three... Thank you. 12 minutes to uh, 6 is the time, Friday morning, on LBC 97.3 with Steve Allen. Hello. And John Warrington. Hello. There you go. And uh, you? they've decided in the uh, I'm a Celebrity Jungle this year, they've, they're going to bring in cheap people. Oh, because they? they said that it didn't work last year with Martina Navratilova and uh, George Takar. Oh, I like them. Well, they said they, uh, they were branded boring by fans. Didn't Rubbish. Didn't win? No. No, he didn't win. He didn't I win. Gino ran, him. didn't he? Oh, yes. Camp Gino. Gino won. He oh, was I... wonderful. I yeah. met him on Sunday. 
What a charming man. Yeah. Absolutely charming. Very hairy, have you noticed? Well, I didn't get that close, dude. He was sitting over there. And he was in bright yellow and very tanned. Yes. Well, he's Italian. (laughs) Most most people are... (laughs) Pasta, pasta. Yes. Uh, I like that. I like Bantina Navratilova in there and what's his name, George. I mean, this is a British show. We don't need... You know, we've got our own Uh, numpties in this country. They're now saying that the Chuckle Brothers have been approached. Chuckle Brothers? Yeah. Goodness, we'll have Jordan in there again. Oh, she's due for another run, isn't oh, she? I tell you, t- I must tell you while she's out the studio. <laughs> yeah. I turned on the television yesterday, and they've got the um, the the five show. Oh yes, ghastly Ian Wright and some woman uh, and and some other woman. And anyway, and who did they bring on? They, they bring on the, uh, the this new boy band, the Wanted. Yes. They're doing very well. Very, very well. They're very, number very one, well. and they're on uh, tomorrow night at uh, Heaven. Oh, they're doing it right. They are doing they Heaven tomorrow night. Hard at the moment. So yeah, they're they on. And uh, and then they brought on... Uh, uh, it was uh, Gary Cockrell and his book, which apparently isn't selling at all well at the moment. Well, I'm not sure. He sat there looking like the Botox Queen <laughs> no. out of any... You've never seen that. He looked like he had full makeup on. But the, f- but the funniest thing about him was the Tipex teeth. Oh, well, they were pure white. He had these... It looked like somebody... Had t- Do you remember years ago? The producer might remember this. Chinese Amanda. She <laughs> might remember. But years ago, you could actually buy something, and they said, whiten your teeth. And what you got was like a bottle of Tipex. And you painted it on your teeth, and it looked... That doesn't sound very well. Of course, or nobody's good got white teeth. He looked ludicrous. Apart from the fact that the whole book seems to be based on the fact that he knows Jordan, so it was dull from the moment that we kicked <laughs> from off. From the minute, he he just looked odd. And then one of the girls said, "Oh, we, you know, we used to share a flat together about twenty years ago." So I'm I'm working out. He must be about fifty by now. The hair's gone a bit thin and weedy, mm. but it's this makeup. He's, he's launching a range of makeup for men. Oh my goodness! Whatever <laughs> for? I've got no It'll idea. It'll never catch on. Oh, whatever next? Men will be wearing shorts. But every time he smiled, it just looked fake. I mean, he's just not really a perhaps it's because you can get those that, that whitening thing now, where you put this kind of gum in yeah. at night, isn't it? Like almost like the things that when they take a, a mould of your teeth. Yeah, but at the nobody's dentist. got white teeth. The first thing oh, white teeth with, with the, exactly with, with the Bee Gees. Well, then the and Americans. Went, oh my God! Because they've spent fifty thousand quid on on, on dentistry. On, well, on dentistry. But, but there was. A, I did watch um, what uh, Katie, Mr. and Mrs. Reed on honeymoon. Katie and they went to Thailand. Yeah, I know. With with a film crew. <laughs> but she was walking. They go. She said, "I want to go to a market. I want to go to a market. Yeah. I want to see real life. I want this to be a a relaxer moon. I don't want a load of stress and a load of things." So they go out. Can be stressful about that. You're on honeymoon. You're with apparently the bloke that you really love. Although, as I say, I still don't give it much longer. Well, I, I think that he's kind of, he's kind of like he's a product. Put it this way: you can see how he's going to age. You can see him aging before <laughs> your eyes now. There's something quite nice about him in a simple way. Well, he's certainly simple. That's very a fact. simple. He's very simple. But anyway, they're walking down the street. For in that read stupid. In the Thai market. <laughs> I'll let you say those words. In the Thai market. And they're walking down, dressed beautifully, in very similar colours to what you're wearing today. <laughs> a colour well, I love. It straight away. I then. love that colour. Oh, yeah, um, and <laughs> she's, going, she's going, I want to go back. I don't like it. I don't like it. There was a pap. There was someone taking They want to take photographs of me. And I thought, you stupid I cow, know, is so you're walking stupid. down the street, you've got a film crew, yeah. there's at least three of those people in that crew, aren't yeah. there? There's a cameraman, a sound man, and a director, yes. telling her which way to look. Yeah. And she's doing this big pouty face thing, saying, someone just took my picture, I don't yeah. want my picture taken. Oh, she, the trouble is, I mean, she's a bit simple. Well, I don't think she is simple, I think she's bright, but I think she... No, she's, I mean, she thinks that the public are interested, whereas, in fact, most of her stuff is dying on its proverbial at the Well, moment. yes, I mean, she's hanging on to things. But who takes a film crew on your honeymoon? She does for money. Well, it's all about money, She needs it? the money. 
It's all about money. Because I don't think she realises that she could just disappear off. I mean, you know, it'd be quite nice to think that she stayed at home, you know, took the children on holiday and just did things like that. You don't need to appear on the television. But, of course, you know, when you've got the, the two numpties who appear, the Lavender Twins... Well, they weren't who, on the honeymoon. No, they weren't. No, they, they weren't allowed. Like, oh, look, we've got, we've got something to eat now. Uh, Avril says uh, she's not going to be at her Horn Church, but I do know she says several people who are going to be there, as my daughter Sam is getting married to Tim at 3pm at St Mary's in Bromley. Actually, Bromley's making the news. Oh, that looks quite nice. Oh, Bromley's nice. making the news today. Oh, blimey, oh. that does look nice, doesn't it? Oh, oh my God, Father, that looks like a heart attack. It does. That definitely looks like happen? a heart attack. Is this what they've sent in? Yeah. Who's this? That's not a cheesecake. It is. It's never. Mm-hmm. An English... It was England's well, we cheesecake day. Is this chocolate on the top? That's chocolate on the top. Yeah, that's a piece of... Are these... Are the, what are these? Profiteroles? Like I don't really Look at the size of this thing. That's about What's six underneath? inches deep. Sorry? What's underneath? Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Show me. I mean, well, show me. We haven't got a knife or anything. So there must be a knife. Oh, that's... Here we go. Yeah. Look, he started this oh, match. You can go that's get one, That's lovely. John. Sorry? Well, that's lovely. Yeah, but it's heart attack for me. Oh, yes, it's an instant heart It's instant... Oh, that's right. Poke your finger in it, why don't you? That's what the ch- Chinese. Chinese. Chinese manners. <laughs> Chinese manners. Is it, is it nice? Good? Of course sweet. it is, because it's, it's chocolate Very and... Very sweet. Mm. It's really not nice? chocolate, you know. What do you think it is? I think it's caramelly. Yeah. Oh, is it caramel? I think I had caramel. a toffee yogurt last night, a low-fat toffee yogurt. I liked it so much. I t- Don't put your finger in the profit roll. It's not nice. Oh, that's right. Dismantle it. Look at this. What's the matter with everybody? They don't come off. This They're is hard. Oh. Of course they are. Look at... Where's that been? Look at that. Look. The only woman I know can eat a profiterole in one go. Most people just <laughs> nibble at it. Well, not with a <laughs> straight in. Don't do that. You don't don't do that. Look at you. Tell me what to do. There's going to be a fight in the studio this morning. That's toffee. Where's it from? I don't think that should be that cold. Where's actually. it from? I think it needs it, show to be. me. Read it. Turn it around. I can't read cheesecake it. Company. English, English cheesecake, cheesecake day. English cheesecake day. That is a cheesecake, the like of which I've never seen before. I have to be honest. I've never seen one. Is it nice? It's lovely. Yeah. That's enough, you have oh, nothing anymore. Good. You won't be able to fit into that dress, though. Luckily, it stretches. <laughs> <laughs> she can, she, well, it is... Oh, she, she, <laughs> Blimey. I've it, never seen... I tell you, if we, if we could take... We should have taken a picture. If Darren had been here, we could have taken a picture and put it on uh, on Twitter. If, I might take, take a picture of it. Take it with your phone. It. I'll take it... Hold on, I'm talking about it here. I'll take it and put it on Twitter later. Have you, got your, have you got the new I'm phone I'm going to move yet? the cups of... Of course I have. Of course you have. Yeah. I haven't got mine yet. Have you not? No, I got yeah. it the other day from and? Sandeep, who sorted it all out for me. And uh, Darren's put all the stuff in the folders and things like that, so I'm That's very, great. very pleased. Oh, lovely. It is nice, actually, yeah. Right, so I'll take a picture. What do I do if I turn this... Just talk among yourselves at home. Yes. Okay. Read the paper. English, English Cheesecake Day, so I'll take a picture and... Oh, it's a bit, a bit wobbly, that one. Take another one. That takes good, better pictures, isn't it, on that one? Yeah. Yes. Do you, do you want to take a picture of me me with it, John? Well, I can't, look. Oh, he's got chocolate all over his fingers. Well, don't, no, I don't want you touching it now. No, don't, don't worry, we'll do it later. I'll take one in a minute of yeah. you. It does Once I've licked though, my fingers. It? And this is... It's very sweet. Oh, the, you know what the, the, this is called? Carry on caramel with chocolate disc. Mm. That's so it's not caramel, you were right, actually. Sorry. And it's got... Uh, it's from the English Cheesecake Company Limited. Good, I've never seen like it. I like the slogan, an education in taste. Don't speak with your mouth. It's very rude. Honestly, people have got no manners around here this morning, <laughs> which is lovely. Uh, strangely enough, we were talking a moment ago about Avril's daughter Sam getting married to Tim at St Mary's Bromley. Yesterday, we had a question, where do you get carbolic soap from? And we then had this discussion about carbolic soap. Lo and behold, there is a company, and it's called carbolicsoap.com. Where are they based? Bromley. Mm. And they've sent me in details of their mm. website, and they're a small family business... Carbolicsoap.com. So they, I didn't even know they existed. What did you do with... Isn't that for washing your clothes? No, it's for washing you. What, carbolic? 
Am I in the right that... place today? Well, uh, you've had a piece of chocolate, you've gone completely do lally and round the twist. I thought carbolic was the kind of thing you you washed your mouth out with soap and water. No, that's nuclear bombs. That's completely different. When you different. swear. Sorry? When you say a rude word. When you swear. You people always used to say, if you say that again, you have to wash your, your mouth out with, with soap. With carbolic soap. With carbolic yes, soap. Yes, they go, you wash your mouth out with carbolic. Yes, but, it's, it's just a, it's like, um... Well, here we go. It's a bit. Well, I don't know. It's it's medicinal. It's a, a yeah. Uh, yes. It's like a, a um like vosine for your hair. Yes. Oh, a I medication. Love the, I love the smell of vosine. I use vosine. Yeah. Do you want to smell my hair? No, not really. It's no. very nice hair. Oh, sometimes you lose the will to live, don't you? He'll, he'll be like this on Sunday. No, I won't. I should be absolutely at my <laughs> best. Yes. As you walk in, just go. Mm, hair smells nice, John. <laughs> yeah. He'll go. Mm, sun silk. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Although, if you're very lucky, you might actually take it off and let you handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got several several He's in boxes. I seem to remember Anthony did this last time round, which was very, uh, very worrying. Uh, Paul says, Steve, obviously being oop north, couldn't get to Hornchurch. I wonder if you lent Amanda a copy of the Ding Dong song. I do, you know, I keep listening to it, you know. I feel my heart go ding dong, it down, it type my heart. It time you say love me, then I know it's time for ding dong to start. <laughs> It's quite sweet, isn't it's it? Quite sweet. But you can find it on YouTube, but you've got to make sure you find the original. Don't go for the. It's it's it, mine. Mine was from the nineteen fifties. My parents had it on on a seven inch. I think she could do a remake. Rare times my mother handled a seven inch. It has to be said because she didn't play records very often. <laughs> she did drink sherry at Christmas. She did drink sherry at Christmas. <laughs> but she did. Amanda could do a remake of it instead of the King and I. It could be the the, the King and I, but a British King and a Chinese person teaching her children to teach. To, to speak Mandarin, because you said she was fluent. And she could wear one of those great big dresses and dance around Buckingham Palace. She's not big enough to be in a dress. You'd put her in the dress, she'd fall through the middle of it, and you'd just have a dress going around by itself. <laughs> a hoop. There'd just be a little head poking up through the top going, I'm in here. She'd be like one of those knitted toilet roll holders that you get. With a little See, not just Amanda me, ladies and gentlemen. Not just me. <laughs> Here we go. He'll amuse, him. He'll amuse himself oh now. We have to take a short break while we sort of try and sober John up. <laughs> this summer, there's a lot going on. Morning, team. Seven minutes past six, Friday morning. <clears throat> Lovely to have your company. It's LBC 97.3. So, uh, recommendation from Richard Hakey, because he knows about musical theatre. And uh, he likes Legally Blonde. Very good reviews, Legally Blonde. Very good. See what I watched the other night. Hang on, I haven't finished yet. Oh, sorry. We'll tell you about the um, the uh, Walk for Crones, which is taking uh, place in London this Sunday in Hyde Park. And, uh, Barbara, I have seen the, f- the uh, BBC programme Young, Dumb and Living Off Mum. They're rather stupid, vacuous little people with uh, silly parents, I'm afraid. If parents are stupid enough not to get their uh, children out there working and just let them slob around, that's their own fault. I've always said, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a, you know, a dog that barks. There's no such thing as a bad dog. There is bad, you bad, know, bad, o- bad, bad owners. owners. I'm afraid, and exactly the same with these silly programmes that put these idiots on television. Young, dumb, and living off mum. There's a girl going to crop up in X Factor. She's. Uh, She's, she's, she's on the, she was in the papers yesterday because she wears Burberry and her baby wears Burberry. She's mm. rather, another stupid, vacuous little nothing from up north. And, um, and she's already been on X Factor once in a group and then they, they didn't get anywhere. So she's now going to be in another group. And in the meanwhile, she's, she's been on the television where they, they put these badly dressed people up in front of a camera and right. some butch voice oh, yes. says... Oh, yes, I've seen know, that programme. ...snog, avoid, marry. Yes, and then they, the computer says, we're going to change your look, yes. and it changes you Something all. Something called Pod. It's a rather silly yeah, Quite programme. a few celebrities have done it. Yes, and, and quite a few very, <clears> very <throat> odd people that you've seen before on other sort of strange websites, and quite cl- clearly people who just like... 
being on the television, but she's another one of those desperate... She's tried being a glamour model, but that was a bit of a failure as well. So she hasn't, she hasn't really done anything. And so when you get the young, dumb, living-off mum, and then we had the... Um, isn't that the young, whatever that is, young, dumb, living off mum type of thing? The same thing as when they send those kids off to sort of like a, a boot camp type yeah. thing where they're, they're no good at school, they're layabouts, they're doing nothing, nothing, actually. And they send them off to be kind of almost like army training. Yes. And they're, they're given a strict Why routine. Why are we wasting our time with these silly people? Well, because if we don't, if we don't waste our time, the whole nation will end up like that. But they're like that now. They had Ladette to Lady, Australian version, where they had these <laughs> numpties from Oz. I wouldn't mind, we've got loads of our own. They're on the Jeremy Kyle show every day and on most other programmes. And they were just badly behaved, you know, lifting their tops up and flashing on motorway bridges. I thought, <laughs> how dated were they? Yes. And they? And they thought they were being very clever by jumping into bars and over the thing and picking up a bottle and, you know, opening it with their teeth and all that. And you think, oh, dear, it's just a bit tacky, i Did afraid. they become ladies? Uh, well, you know, for the purposes of the <laughs> programme, because most of them just play up to the camera. Well, the whole thing is played up. The whole the thing camera, is just played it? up, and I just, I just find it a bit depressing, really, that that's the state of television. Although, strangely enough, um, I forgot what I was going to say now, actually. I, I completely lost my th- train of thought on that one. Something you was, thought you saw? Yes, yeah, so, uh, uh, looking at the, these programmes, and then you think to yourself, where does it all end? And then it ends with ITV getting the worst ever ratings they've ever had. Mm. Nobody's watching Stephen Mulhern, nobody's watching Bradley Walsh. They're, 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 they're flipping over channels, and they're not watching... Saturday night. You know why? Because people are finally getting a life and going out. Well, because there's nothing to watch. And all we do is flick, 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 flick. We've got three channels. He's actually very, very pleasant, but he's just not ready for a primetime programme. And it's got nothing to do with his ability to, you know, stand here and point and be funny. It's having the gravitas for a programme. The majority of the audience will be 50-plus. They don't want to watch a child presenting a television programme. Because all the kids are out. Of course they it's are. people our age were sitting... They're out in the pubs. And the Chinese clubs Amanda. And... I mean, she sits, it takes her hours to get ready. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what Chinese Amanda would have really enjoyed. I bet she didn't watch it at all. Probably did. She would have loved the new Sherlock. Oh, no, we talked about this last week. Did we talk about this? No, we didn't. Is I this didn't. where they burned Sherlock Holmes gay? Week. He's not really gay. Is he not? Oh, sorry. You can't I'll, say I'll that. I probably just libelled him or you something. Can't, you can't, you can't yeah. say that. I can't say that, yes. And Watson is played by Martin Freeman. I like Martin Freeman. Oh, we love Yeah, we Death. like him. I he like him. is absolutely superb in it. I yeah. can't remember the name of the guy. I've never heard met the... Met. I've never seen the guy that plays Sherlock. And he does play in a very sort of a, a GQ magazine sort of way. Yeah. Slightly trendy, but, but nice. And they've got this uh, very good relationship. The, the, the first series was all about... The first programme was all about how they met and, how, and they, they solved the first crime. And <laughs> Eunice Stubbs, <laughs> Eunice Stubbs plays the landlady, oh. where Sherlock and Miss Doctor Watson live mm. at 221B Baker, Baker Street, Street, which is a very popular um, tourist destination. You know, there's a it's shop there. It's only pretend, though. I know it is. There's no such address. It's pretend. There's no such address, and they never. Li- they're fictional characters. Of course they are. But we... it's like going to going to Toy Town and asking which house Noddy lived in. Well, I went once to ask where Batman lived. Batman. I looked for, spent months looking for the Batcave. Why is it that... Oh, I suppose we're obsessed with these things, aren't we? I said the other day that had uh, the crazed house still be there, the National Trust would have taken it over, mm. and it would have been... If, if they preserved it as it was, and it had been in a little time warp back in the 40s and 50s, and people would go there as, as a museum, and they would a, go and have a look. I know, but the thing about it is, is the craze were, were murderers. Yes, I know, but... Why should we, we hold them in self-esteem? Well, put it this way, where, um... Oh, Cripping? Cri- 
Yeah, no, who's that? Uh, was it, um, who was, oh, I can't remember which one it was now, who died. He he was the one who was sorting out women's problems, but he was, in fact, murdering them as well. Oh, Rillington Place. Rillington, Rillington Place. Place. Well, Rillington Place is down near our old studios, and it's a block of flats. Yes, it is. They yeah. renamed it because people didn't want that. And, in fact, where those the, those couple up north murdered all those girls, that was that was pu- pulled down the house and it was grassed over. Oh, but the, the, uh, Nielsen's house is still in um, Crony Gardens yes. in Muzzle Hill. That's yes. still there. I remember that. I was living one minute away from that when that happened and got blocked drains escape. yes blocked drains yeah yes. very very in very fact he was actually escape. caught out by the blocked drains that's how he got caught out and yes. i had them and no one would come out and fix them because it was in muswell hill a week later really they went oh that's very suspect mate i'm not coming out there oh, but they goodness. did come eventually yeah. and they unblocked them but he that was how he was caught wow uh right uh, very quickly um steve i haven't worn shorts or sandals since i was a child I know, that's but we're, we're so talking, people don't wear them now. I know, but I'm talking trendy. You know, listen, there's short, no such thing, like cargo John. pants cut down. <laughs> and nice sandals. Look, I think that's great if you're maybe 14, 15. <laughs> not if you're over the age of 25, John. But I'm not over 25. Sorry? I'm 17 and a half. Yeah, right. With lots of boats. Does Amanda want to go on a cruise? We'd love to send her on a cruise. <laughs> is it just the one way, is it? Maybe a packet steamer? Lawrence is off to the, to the med. I thought she was on a Chinese junk ship earlier. She well, was I, I've she got was lovely pictures of me on a junk. <laughs> a pile of junk. <laughs> I used to love the junks and the sandpans and everything and the little Across rickshaws. The bay in Hong Kong. So yes, Bay. Yes, Repulse Bay. Uh, we used to go for the for the swimming and peppermint ice cream and lovely stuff like that. But I, I've got a lovely piece of cine film which we should really sort of put together and show at one of the shows. And it's of me when we actually get to Hong Kong and my dad tried to explain to a rickshaw driver, because nobody spoke English, I promise you, just nobody, that he wanted us to go, he wanted me and my brother in the rickshaw, take us up the road, turn round and run back down the other side. While your dad was filming? While my dad was filming mm. on his cine camera. So he explains to the bloke and he gives him the money. And we, we, I thought we were going to end up in another country, because we go running up the road. And they all run bare, barefooted. Mm. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable, rickshaws. I would love a rickshaw again. They're just fantastic. I used to have a little toy rickshaw, which you wound up, and the man ran around all over the carpet, banged into the wall, and then ran off again the other side. So I've got this cine film of us getting in the rickshaw at the age of about eight, and then going up the road and turning around and us waving. And we were wearing shorts and white socks and sandals, and I feel almost embarrassed to tell you that. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine if at ten, John. Fine, fine at ten. I'm go- I don't wear age. socks with my sandals. I oh. let my feet breathe the air. Oh my god, it gets worse, doesn't it? Quarter past six. These headlines: Jim Diamond. London's cycle hire scheme involving six thousand bikes is now underway around the capital. Ninety-seven point three. We'll be back in the room. Uh, Seventeen minutes past six is the time. Nick Ferrari this morning. Uh, the paper reviewer is Stephen Brook, media analyst, former deputy editor of Media Guardian website. And uh, they're talking about uh, Cameron's return from his much-talked-about trade mission to Turkey and India. Nick will be asking how the Prime Minister's done. David Miliband says Cameron's been a loudmouth in terms of his comments on Pakistan. Would you agree? And uh, Nick wants to know if having kids made your life happier. Depends which programme they end up on on television, I suppose, really. If they're on Ladette to Lady, no. Or the Jeremy Kyle show, no. I mean, I watched some people the other day. It was, you know, the usual Jeremy Kyle, old twaddle, I'm afraid. You know... Dirty, disgusting-looking people with tattoos, and that's just the women. Hardly any teeth, and the mother sitting there with the with the daughter who, frankly, had seen better days, and the other daughter who didn't like her younger daughter's her, her younger sister's boyfriend, and was trying to dispersuade her. And the younger daughter is going, "Why don't you just mind your own business?" And then, and the the other chavy one, because you know, tell if they're chavy. 
because they're wearing blokes' clothes, <laughs> and was standing up and shouting at her younger sister, don't you go with him, he's messing your life up, he's not, he's this and that. And the mother's sitting there, and then Jeremy Kyle is trying to do his best, you know, but a bit like bear-baiting, saying, you know, would you like to get back with your mother and, and sister mm. and have conversations? And not, not my mum, I hate my mum. And you oh, think, lovely. how sad that your family gets to that stage. But how long can these programmes go on for? Where do they the find these people? Oh, they're, they're, they're queuing up to be on it because they think it's quite good. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's horrendous. I say, in the papers today, the, uh, a big story, it's not on the front pages of many, but oh, it certainly is... It's, well, no, it's, it's not on the front pages, John. We don't do it. I know, well, we can do inside stories sometimes. We'll let, we'll let other people do the front pages. It's, it's about this, the French mother who killed her eight babies. Oh, I know. There is just... her, her husband didn't know she was pregnant. Well, no, because apparently she's quite a stout lady. Yeah. But hang on, he didn't know she was pregnant eight times? Yes, I know, I thought that was quite a lot as well. That's a lot. Once, perhaps you could get away with yeah. it, but eight times. She's got two daughters who are grown up. Yeah. So it's not like she hadn't had any children. And, and, it, and she, it, she, it says, this is in the Telegraph... There's a lot of this in France. ...that the fear of going to a doctor drove French mother to kill the eight yeah. babies. And there are going to be lots and lots of stories. It's difficult to try and find a doctor in France. I know, it's, you know, it's, it's not <laughs> easy. They're, they're, they're quite protective. But the, the strange thing is, had they not moved from the house, which they only did about two weeks ago, they moved from that house where they'd lived for all those years. Oh. They moved to a, a, to a very, very close, only a mile or so away. And they're upstanding people in the community. They did lots of charity work. She looked after her father for many, many years, who now who has now died. And yet they lived with this secret. Now, to move... Now, just imagine, right, you've moved and you've, you've got this secret. Mm. I don't know whether the husband... He must... He's, he's also been indicted for it. He's been released so, down. Suddenly he's... the house that they've sold to this, yeah. this couple... And she comes home and she says, they're digging a pond. Yeah. That, the old house. It's like a television programme, isn't it? They're digging a pond. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, yes. you know, didn't we bury one of the babies yes. under there? And, and the oh, look at when they started the digging pond. out the cellar of that house. Yes. You know, to start discovering quite, what went on quite there. Quite scary. But, you know, what? I mean, we'll find out eventually why she did that. She didn't want you any more children. You won't find out. You won't why, find why, out. What was wrong with contraception? Well, some people don't. Well, you have to. Yeah, but they don't. <clears throat> I mean, it's, you know, eight eight lives have yeah. just gone. Yes. I mean, it's as bad as the, uh, the story last Friday, which we had here, where the father hanged himself and murdered his wife and two children. Yes. Because, of, because he owed not very much money, really. Well, she owed money. Not much, credit, though. Well, seven grand. I mean, uh, I, I admit it was, it's absolutely nothing, but if you don't have 7,000 <clears> quid and you're maxed up to your credit cards and you've got nowhere else to go, I mean, he obviously thought that was the way out. Whereas, in fact, they'd just been for this uh, course where it was telling them how to manage it. it could, I mean, I mm. remember when I went into debt years ago, and I went into debt to the tune of about 10,000 quid, which seemed an absolute fortune, because what the bank had done, very kindly, they'd given me an American Express card, and with it came, I think it was a 10, was it 10 or 30,000 mile overdraft? Whatever it was, it was an overdraft facility, and I ran it all up. Which is not difficult. And at the end, it's not difficult. And at the end no. of the day, you've got nothing to show for it, because most of the stuff you buy tends to be disposables. And so no. you, you look at it, and if it was a candle, it's burnt out, or if it was clothing, you probably got rid of it years ago. So you've got nothing, nothing no. tangible, nothing you can actually physically get hold of. And it took ages to pay it back. And so now... My bank look after everything, and they sort of pay all the bills every month, and, and I'm much, much better. But there are debt management. You, you, yes. You, you, oh, it's I a mean, huge problem. There'll be people listening at the moment yes. who are dreading the postman turning up this morning, because they know they're going to get a letter, and they open their purse, and they've got... <clears> there's nothing in it. 
No, you've got no money. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is well, very, people very steal, But it can, but there are ways mm. around it. You know, the Citizens Advice Bureau help people with sort yes, of debt they management. They uh, sit down and look at your income, if you've got one, and your outgoings, and then they try and work out. And they can freeze your cards for you and I take them away. taken away. Well, they do My take away. My bank said, I'd rather you, you, you left your checkbook and card with us. Yeah, so you don't spend any more money. I didn't have any more monies. And I, all I kept thinking was, how am I going to get money? Where am I going to get money from? Well, you haven't got any money. No, I didn't have That was the thing, you money. didn't have any money. I didn't have any so money. So you can't, and there comes a time. It's like everything. It's like Britain as a country. Someone somewhere will say, well, actually, no, you can't have another 10 billion We didn't have any money loans. at home. I remember one time my father was changing businesses. And I, ca- and I came home from school, I think my mum said, listen, um, you know, Dad's just changed business. So we're going to have to cut back. You know, mm. we'll not be having puddings in future. It'll be a yoghurt. To well, share. To be, with, yes, to be honest with you, six of us around a, you know, a ski pot mm. was, was pushing it a little bit. But, I mean, that, and, and we did cut back. And, I, and we I, had to cut back because we never had any money. Well, I remember when I, when I, had my, when I first left home and I was living in a flat in, in New Cross. And I remember that getting to work to Camden Town, I remember one morning not having my bus fare and having to go through old coats, you know, water, in to your find water, pennies. To find enough yes. money to get to work, mm. and then when I got to work, I had a sub for my wages. And I think I subbed £2.40, or something like that, which was to last me till I got paid on Friday. Yeah, yeah but there's people weekly. listening who went... I mean, my, my very first wage was £5.19 and sixpence. And yeah. it came in a little brown envelope, and you could see the note through it, because it had holes in it. I thought, £5.19 It was a lot of money. Well, I went out and bought two, two jumpers, and it had gone, and my mum says... So how are you going to last till next week? I went, because it never crossed my mind. <laughs> no. Never thought about it. Nobody tells you about handling your money. So in other words, you're diamond living, living off mum. I was you at were the time, living absolutely. Off in fact, you know, even though you can't wait to move out of home, it isn't until you move away from home that you suddenly realise that you've got to buy things like bleach and soap and shampoo and toilet rolls, and you've got to get your stuff washed, and you've got to do all these things, which up until now you took for granted that your mum did. Yeah, and she, you just, it was always there. She yeah. always had those sort of things. I've heard of people who live at home earning good money, and they don't pay their mother's anything no, did you for pay keep. Your, I paid my mum keep. Yes, I did. I paid her, I think, £5 a week. Because f- my wages was £9 a week, my first You little. paid £5. I think I gave her 5 but what but, did we spend our money? We didn't have but, any money to spend on things. She gave, I borrowed that back before halfway through the week. Yeah. Mum, could I just borrow £2 from that? Cause it was yes, gone. I know. Because you went out, you were young, like young people. Everyone goes out and spends more money, don't they? Yes, I don't know what we spent it on. Well, life, living, Yeah, but we didn't learning. live. I mean, you know, a portion of chips was threepence. Yes, I know. <laughs> Stuart in Kent, are you on Twitter? Yes. And uh, if you go to the LBC webpage, lbc.co.uk. Uh, I did mention earlier on the box office at the Queen's opens at 10 o'clock this morning. There are two tickets for the three o'clock show, which have just come back as returns. That's the only two. The rest of it, otherwise you'll be, you'll be packed in like sardines. And they're in row three. They are in row yes. three, actually. They Very are good row row. three. Uh, Steve, it was me who asked you about the carbolic soap. My dad used it to wash my hair when I was a child. I thought shampoo was for girls until I reached about 15 and moved on to imperial leather. Blimey. We used to have imperial leather soap. Yes, it was. You used that? to have a little label in the middle of the soap. Oh, it still does. Yeah, but soap used to get all manky, didn't it? It was it just never dried well, out properly. Did. And the label fell off, and I didn't... I went, oh, I can't see it. It's imperial leather. Cousins. Yeah, the family sitting in the bath in the plain. Yes. Oh, James. Let's Bermuda go to looks nice. No, it's Bermuda. Oh, Bermuda, Bermuda. looks nice. Yeah. And then... Shh, off it and she's went. sitting in the bath. I mean, the water would have been out straight away. <laughs> they think of having bars on planes, aren't they? Yes. The new big super liners now. Yeah. The oldest Twitter fan, Ivy, died the other day, age 104. 
hours after Peter Andre called her. Apparently, Peter Andre had met her. I don't think it was anything to do with Peter Andre. I think she was in she was in the throes of going anyway, and he sort of phoned, "Hello, how are you?" <laughs> Insania. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make him sing. <laughs> Poor Peter Andre. So there you go. Anyway, this uh, walk for Crohn's, Hyde Park tomorrow. Paige is walking, and Mark Rose together with the entire Rose family, while we are giving of our all at the uh, the Queen's Theatre in Hornchurch. Uh, it's a ten-kilometre walk around Hyde Park. You must be mad. But there's a picnic lunch and live music and entertainment. You can make registration. It's uh, it's ten quid, and for that you'll get the T-shirt and you get your packed lunch and everything, which is good. And the money goes for Crohn's. OK, we've talked about Crohn's before. The website is www.4crohns.org. So it's F-O-R, and Crohn's is C R. O-H-N-S dot org. So www.4crones, F-O-R-C-R-O-H-N-S dot org. Follow the link to the Walk for Crones 2010 and uh, and you'll have a nice time. You'll have a really nice time. So good luck to Mark, Paige, Amanda, Georgia and Scott. Daryl, of course, is... Uh, I don't know where Daryl is at the moment. He's in France, I think. Is he? He spends his life jetting backwards and forwards. Working. Terribly yeah. I think he's working, yes. yes working. Lovely picture of Kerry Katona. Doesn't look at all like Kerry Katona. But there again, nothing looks like Kerry Katona. Let me have a look. Today, knocking on her agent's door or something. Yeah. Let me in! Surprise! she found a hairdresser that still remembered that style. Well, I, yes, it, it is a very old-fashioned style. Talking about Peter Andre, he's, he's being probed... Because of all the... Do you remember that pro, the thing he did where... Oh, he took I know what you're going to say. Kids to Dubai. The holiday, and they're trying to find out if it was a freebie holiday. Yes, apparently not. He did pay for everything, yeah. but it was the whole thing. It's interesting, because television can be very funny. Unlike radio, you, with television, you have to be very careful what you say. And that was... They're supposed to pay for all their holidays. Well, they have to pay. You have yes. to pay for everything. And also, there was a lot of sort of honing in on that one particular hotel. Yes. And the airline that they got a deal, them. like a free meal. Exactly, and I'll tell you that I made a film once uh, for television about Walt Disney, mm. and it was a celebration of a hundred years of Walt Disney. We went to Disney, filmed and filmed and did this, made a beautiful film, which was ten minutes long, and we were very proud of it. Did all the voiceover, and then we were, on the morning that we were going to show it on air, that the lawyers said, "Can we watch that, please?" And they watched it, and they actually turned around and said, "You can't show that film." Well, because why? it was too um, pro Disney. Too pro Disney. Yes, uh, but well, we sat there and said. But it's about Disney. Yes. What are we supposed to sing? Ho Chi Ming Chung Chung or something? Yeah. It's about that Disney. That means something to her. That, that was one of her favourite childhood gonna, songs. She's going to put it Look at her. Box. Look, she's smiling on her lips. Don't know where she is. Don't know where she's looking. Bless her. World. Ho Chi Ming. Da, da, da. I love it. It's a small world. I love it too. I love got that. given a cassette by Disney to bring back with all the music from all their rides and everything else. Anyway, we said it too much. They've reduced the film from 10 to 3 minutes, yes. which was. Very Because silly. otherwise it looks like product placement. Yes, You've got and, to be very careful. And, and it wasn't product placement because it was a story about yeah. him. And it was a picture They always of his used to life. pay. In fact, I remember when we, when we gave away prizes on Channel 5 to start with on the quizzes, we had to buy the prizes. The prizes were bought in. Yes, you, you had to pay for it. Yes, it was paid for. And if somebody did a holiday feature, it had to be a paid holiday. Otherwise you couldn't be, you couldn't be biased. No, because if I gave you and said, look, here, Steve, here's a, here's a I don't know, a tub of Ajax. Really? Bit mean so of you, John. You've been on this program for years, and all I get is a tub of Ajax. <laughs> well, of all the things you could have thought of, Ajax. That's the first thing that came in. I could have said Vim. Same well, thing. I'd, have, I'd have been happier with Vim, and I'm not sure about Ajax now. <laughs> anyway, Ajax. I just like that peel off lid. Yes, I did. I. And then the thing you shook it, didn't you? Like yeah. shake them back. 
but for the sink. Yes. <laughs> I used to love it. And now it's all liquids, isn't it? Yes, it's all My bathroom, sif. I mean, if there's a new product that comes out for the bathroom, I've got things that go under the rim, over the rim, in the cistern, everything. I'm the only person who's got blue and pink colouring in the but toilet. But you know they say you shouldn't use all that. Well, I don't care. You should I just like use it. good old-fashioned bleach. Well, I don't. Well, you right? should. Well, I don't. Well, you okay? will. Because I don't. I just choose to use what I want to do. Uh, t- talking of uh, bleach, I think Christine Bleakley, poor so you're looking more and more like a sad old wag every day. She turned up with poor old Frank, stretching a bit on the old shirt, Frankie, mate, and uh, she was orange. Now, darling, it's not a good look on you, OK? Just what we tell you now, you know. And uh, you must start rehearsing for that programme. It's LBC, it's 6.30. <laughs> With Sky Sports 2. 26 minutes to 7, Friday morning, LBC. Morning, Jim. Morning. Uh, Alex says, my first loser this week and Jim's selection broke down and was pulled up. Excuse me? Uh, well, it, uh, that means it, it pulled up. So, in other words, they sort of pull on the... And it doesn't doesn't run, so you lose two pounds. I'm not doing this horse racing with Arky. It's not, good, it's not it? working for me. It's not working for you. Mm. I mean, some things you are good at. What like? And, well, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find a list in the dictionary somewhere. I thought yesterday's horse had a nice one. Wasn't it the dawning of Aquarius or something? Age, yes, well, Age, Age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Age of Aquarius, it's pulled yeah. up. It was dim- it what does pulled that up. Mean? That means that it was jockey, tired. It, it, oh. didn't, it didn't want to race. I understand exactly what happened. It wanted to go on holiday. But it's a shame that uh, Alex says Mr. Warrington couldn't make it to Epsom because we won six hundred and twenty-three pounds. Wow! So he did really well. Uh, that, that's for himself privately. Nothing, nothing to do with uh, with what we do here. Real money. He said madness were fantastic. Tracy danced all night. That's a shout through the door. Why don't you? <laughs> There's a programme going on in this, this so, studio. London Stripe, uh, which was Alex's choice, 10th out of 15, so he lost £2, but he's still got £44.18 in the green, whereas your age of Aquarius pulling up losing £2 means that you're £82.51 in the red. Well, I'm leaving anyway, so, um, I mean, it is, you know. It is just atrocious. <laughs> Although, is. traditionally, traditionally, we, we do have winners on Friday. Yes. It's normally Winner's Friday. It's my luck. I bring them luck. Yes, well, you better mm. today, because uh, you certainly need something. The 325 at Goodwood, we're off to, Jim, for acrostic. Acrostic, win mm. only. That sounds very, very uh, promising. Yeah. But at four o'clock, on the dot, Librano is, the, uh, is the winner at Goodwood, I suggest. But having said that, um, does that mean if Sam Pitters is back on Monday, he'll collect my winnings? Oh, yeah, it, it just, well, put it this way, at the moment, you're £82.51 in the, in the red, so oh. even if you make £80, you oh. still owe £2.51, so there aren't actually oh. any winnings to take home. Yes. Yeah. Well, but if he wins today, that debt will be less on Monday. Yes, it'll be a little bit less, yes, but he... So he, Sam will come back to slightly more, slightly a less overdraft well, not really, than no, he had. No, it will be a bigger overdraft than when Why? he left. Yes. Because he's lost every day, so we're about £10 <laughs> down on Never the deal. Never mind. Steve. Yes. There are six race meetings today. Good Lord. Banger, Bath, Goodwood, Haydock, Newmarket... And Thursk. Oh, fantastic. And your your choice was? Librano. Librano. Okay, I like the sound of that. It's got three legs and no chance of it winning. Anyway, <laughs> good luck for that one, Jim. Thank you very much indeed. Great to see you the other day. Looking very good. Thank you. Thank you for that. Have a nice weekend. And you too. Bye. Bye. Ray in Balham says a Chinese friend of mine had a girlfriend called Lorraine. Yeah. He said he was also secretly cheating on her with another girl called Claire Lee. Sadly, Lorraine died. Oh. And after the funeral, my mate stood up and sang, I can see clearly now Lorraine has gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. It still works, doesn't it? Uh, Rillington Place was uh, demolished to make way for the Westway. Yeah, where, where the house was, the Westway mm. goes along at the end of the road, but there's a block of flats there. I always thought Rillington Place was in Harringay. I don't know why. Yeah. What was the other man? No, Terminator Place was the man that used to do the abortions, didn't he? Yes. And do the, um... Christie. 
his name was. Christie, Portra- yeah. Uh, portrayed by, um... What's his name? Oh. Sir... Lovely man. Lovely oh, man. Dickie, Gandhi. Dickie, Dickie Attenborough. Richard Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Great Dickie film. Lives in Richmond. Very, very good film. Yes. Actually. Yeah. Uh, television is not just entertaining anymore. LBC is far better. You don't need a licence to listen to it. It's true. That's why people take us... With, people download the podcast for this programme. They do indeed. And take them with them on holiday. And you can download the, the, the travel programme I did last Sunday, if you missed it. There were some good questions. There was a very interesting question about Is that available Esther. on podcast? On podcast. On, on lbc.co.uk. Yeah. Esther what? Not Esther Williams. Esther who? Not Esther anyone. Esther. E-S-T-A. The electronic (laughs) thing that you need to go to America. An Esther? An Esther. That's what it's called. I've never even heard of it before. That's because I've done yours for you. Oh, an Esther. Oh, right. You've got an Esther. Have you? Have an Esther. I've never heard of it. With a very long number. What are we doing with a car? We'll have to find out what we're doing with a car, aren't we? Are we booked in for the private parking? Are we doing that? Show for drive. Esther. Not at all surprised. (laughs) I gave you cream for that some time ago, didn't I? (laughs) Still you, using it today. You gave a rimac. <laughs> gave rimac. <laughs> that reminds me of a joke I can't tell you. Anyway, uh, Darren says, never mind the med, I'm off to Australia in January. Goodbye. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, was there, who was going to the med? Who was that one from? Somebody else, ages ago. It was not ages ago. Well, the it's, programme it was ages, only two hours. Yes, but it was, was ages ago in terms of minutes. how many things come through. <laughs> oh, it was Lawrence the chauffeur who was going off to the med. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering, Steve, is Epsom where Epsom salts come from? says Jackie. I went out with somebody called Rick Shaw many moons ago. <laughs> God, blimey, you're all at it this morning. Most of my audience are on medication of some, uh, some sort. That's why they've got to arrive early at Hornchurch. That's right. So we've got to put the medication into where they would normally put the popcorn. I did show John the picture of Christine Bleakley looking a little bit like a, an overstuffed sofa and orange, dear. I mean, orange. it's just a wrong colour. Such a wrong colour. poor look. old Frank, or Lamps as we call him, with a shirt gaping open. Been a little, little eating too much, maybe not at the salad bar. Well, he was on holiday. This is back in this country now. I tell you who looks fantastic. This is, what is this? Hello Magazine. Oh, yeah. This is this week's Hello Magazine. Yeah. I like Hello Magazine occasionally. I do too. They do feature some dreary people, though. But the Queen. Yeah. It's a picture of the Queen. And she's going on a cruise. She's going on a cruise. Yeah. On the Hebridean Princess. Beautiful, beautiful I think she owns it. She doesn't. She rents it. Oh, right, she rents it. She rents it. It's part of a, a thing. She meant snow a cruise ship. I don't know. She had a ship. It was called the Britannia, which you can still go and see. In Edinburgh, mm. in the Port of Edinburgh. It's wonderful. I did it day out. You'd love that. It's yeah. ever so interesting. But the, the Queen in lime green, with all her children around yeah. her, including the, the daughters that you don't... Not mad on. No, I'm not mad. Once. No. we <laughs> caught their the headlights. No, yes. no, they're quite sweet, really. She loves them. They're her yeah. grandchildren. There's a, a picture in the paper today, and when I saw it, I got quite angry, I'm afraid. Uh, as per usual, you see something in the paper, and you think, I'm sorry, it's wrong. And this is the soccer thug, Marlon King. Hmm. who returned home the other day after serving just half his 18-month jail term for breaking the nose of a girl who snubbed his sordid advances. And uh, here he is, smiling and grinning all over his stuffed little face. He's come out of prison, and he uh, strolled back into his luxury house, beaming, his little girl was grabbing his hand, and his wife looked really chuffed to have him back, even after he tried it on with this girl, and because she said no, he smashed his fist into her face. Uh, For this, you get nothing. What is even worse is that uh, clubs, football clubs, are now desperate to sign him up, despite the disgrace. What sort of country have we turned into where nasty, nasty wife-beaters and woman-beater, not wife-beater, but woman-beater in a club like this are free to walk the streets? I hope they start shouting at you when you walk onto a pitch, Marlon. You're a nasty little piece of work. And then they go to the... And then they earn enormous amounts of money. Don't Huge they? amounts of money. But I'm not surprised he's laughing. Come out, you can punch somebody in the face. You serve nine mm. months in, in prison, and then you come out and people offer you huge amounts of money. I find it just wrong. Very, very bizarre. Pervert. Very bizarre. Nice what the paper says today, they say, pervert bust club girl's nose. 
poor soul, hasn't he? So Emily is pictured. I mean, he, he really is a nasty piece of work. Very nasty. Nasty piece of work. Don't worry, Marlon. What goes round comes around. Yes, it will. Someone will do it imagine. to you when you're least expecting it. Oh, dear. Nice. Cheryl Cole is back. Nice to see Cheryl. Nice, nice to, to see, see her. Cheryl. Nice to see Cheryl. Off and illness. She's, she's getting better and yeah. she's going back to her the expert. Well, she'll do the live the studios now, won't she? I would think so. She'll do yeah. boot camp. She's too late for all that. That's all yes. been done, isn't it? Yeah. Are you looking forward to the X Factor? Not really bothered. Oh, you like it? They're right? actually changing it again because somebody else has come out to say that they're going to sue. And this was a man, and you'll remember him, because he dressed up as what he thought was Madonna. Do you remember? And oh, yes, pranced around that. the stage like yeah. a complete buffoon. Singing like a virgin or And something. he said, he said, now people think I'm a transvestite. And he said, people are laughing. I want money for hurt feelings. You stupid little man. Go away. If you wear a woman's dress, what do you expect Exactly. And also, he just was an idiot. He was just a very, very silly so person. Silly. An exhibitionist. Go away. Stick your head in the sand. Mind you, there's another story in the paper today of a bloke who owns a takeaway in London. Over the road from him, there is a car park. Hmm. And it's one of those private car parks which has got the wheel clampers sign. Yeah, you you know, the old, yeah, we'll the old you. Ne- Nathender- Neanderthals <laughs> that crawl out the woodwork. And they clamp people. So the man who owns the takeaway has had a number of customers who've nipped over the road, parked in the car park, run over the road, pick up the takeaway, run back. To discover they get £150 clamp. So he's put a notice up in his shop hmm. saying, just be aware, over the road there's a car park where you get clamped. The people who clamp have sued him... Because he's depriving them of their business. I mean, you can't. I mean, you couldn't make it up, ladies and gentlemen. What? Luckily, it's <laughs> gone to court, and the judge has gone out, and they've thrown it out of court. Oh, but this poor man had to campaign. In Twickenham, we have exactly the same. There is a DIY hire shop, and next to it, there is a place there, and a lot of builders pull up and go in and get something. And they've had to put a sign on the window: "Be very careful. The traffic wardens will clamp you, or not clamp. They will ticket you mm. around here." I do it. They park where are my my shop is right opposite us. There's some. Uh, three parking bays, which have got a pan display. Yeah. And then we've got people, you know, they, they buy their ticket, and then they go over there and go, oh, the ticket's going to run out, I'll go and put another ticket on the street. I said, no. No, you can't. You're can't not allowed top to up. do that. No. no topping up. You've got to move it, because they take photographs of the, the registration number of the car. Yes. So they register that time. Mm. And if you go over that time and just do another ticket, they still give you a £60 fine. Yeah. £60. But isn't it stupid now that you get to that situation where, because he puts a sign up warning his customers don't park there, and then the, the clamping people take him to court for depriving them of their business. Stupid people. And they're Luckily, private they're clampers. Just out. They're private clampers, yes. Are and all they the make their living. Private? No, not all, no. There's some council run, aren't there? Oh, yes, good Lord, yes. Yeah, and they... uh, DVLA as well, clamp. If, if they go down the road with their little car with the, the periscope and they see a car with no tax or insurance, which comes up on the computer, they're back and they put a DVLA clamp on Yes, it. they will. So Straight there's none away. of us getting away with it now. It's illegal. Yeah, you it's illegal to drive on not. the road without a current tax disc. All this rubbish we used to put years ago, like tax in post, is illegal. Yeah, I know. You're not allowed. And do you know what? And I, I'll tell you why I did that. I apply, I do mine online. Oh, I, I do too. It's so easy. Yes. It's so easy. You just click and pay. You click and pay. Yeah. It's as simple as that. To uh, Licensing.gov or something. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to Gatwick Airport. This isn't one of my long stories, because I know we only I got do hope minutes. not. We've got the news coming up. Quiet. Sometime during Honestly, the programme. shut up. Yes. Listen. Anyway, sure. I drove my car. I applied for it on, online, and I... It, but it hadn't arrived because it was during the post strikes. Right. So I went to Gatwick Airport. Bored already. I know where and the chauffeur, the yeah. chauffeur car came yeah. to meet me and said, "Good morning, Mr. Warren." Blah blah blah. Looked around the car and he went, "I'm sorry, sir, but I can't take this car." And I said, "Why?" He said, "Your tax disc is out of date." Oh, right. And it was. And I said, "Yes, but I've applied for it, and you can check, and it's legal and everything else I've done." Mm. He said, "No, no, no, no. The law states 
you must display yes. a correct dated... Yeah. It's all right if it's off-road. So, in other words, where I park at home, it's off-road. I can keep it there. The moment I venture out onto the road... And also, people years ago used your Guinness labels. Because <laughs> you couldn't sit seriously, and they'd steam it off a bottle of Guinness yeah. and put it in there. Or put tax... I've used it before over many, many, many tax years in ago. Tax in post. Tax in post. It is... No, but, I mean, yes, exactly. It is awful. I mean, I was to hold it, my hands up. It is awful, but mine yeah. was in the post. Yeah. It really was. Why don't we believe you? It's uh, quarter to seven. <laughs> News headlines, Jim Diamond. The Mayor's Cycle Heart Scheme has gone live this morning, 11... 97.3. I saw a clip the other day and they were mm. sort of saying, oh, you know, new, new things on television. I thought, God, blimey, honestly, small wonder people stick to the uh, radio. Same old, same old faces. Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen in your garden. I thought, I wish somebody oh, would plant him or do something. <laughs> this fop on the television, you know, I mean, it's just, it's like, you know, I t- every time I see Marco Pierre White advertising a North Stock Cube, I think, I wish you'd shut up and go back in the kitchen. <laughs> Lawrence Willem Bowen was on that programme that I really liked, which was uh, from pop star to opera star, which was a good programme. Oh, even though that man, who's I now remember him when Cameron. he was fi- when he when he started, he was fine, and then he turned into this ludicrous character. Yeah, well, he's a character, isn't he? I interviewed but- Jamie Oliver when Jamie Oliver had just started at the River Cafe. Mm. And he Young came chef. in, and I said, you've had a great review in one of the papers. He said, have I? And he was so down-to-earth and so mm. ordinary. And then, as the same with all these people, they get a little bit of television and a bit of fame, and they change. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't last forever. I still like watching him cook, though. But Jamie? Yeah, I mean, I find him a bit bit mockney, but, I mean, some of the recipes, I do sit there thinking, hmm, he looks a bit like me in the kitchen. Well, he's very creative. You, because he uses a wok a lot. Yes. And you really do use a wok a lot. I used it last night. A wok a lot? My wok a lot. I'll tell you for why, but I don't like dirty woks. I well, will not. You know, Chinese Amanda said to dirty me that the, the whole idea. And I gave her a walk. You know, even though and she uh, wore it. Even though I think her, her family have got a walk shop, <laughs> and um, and a walk shop, <laughs> a the shop North that just sells walk. Actually, but this is a coloured walk. I've got lots of coloured walk. It's yeah. a what? It's called rock and w- walk and roll. Walk and roll. Walk and roll. Walk and roll. Jonathan Ross would but say. It's, but it's, it's, and I do like it. But if you watch them in the Chinese restaurant, the heat that they're cooking on is so much so that you've got to season your walk. Well, frankly, if you're cooking on electric, you're never going to season your walk. You might as well wait till the cows come home. Yeah, but you can't clean it, you know. You're supposed to leave it. You yeah, know, but you're supposed to wipe it. I know. And I've watched them at the Chinese restaurant. I've seen them doing it in, yeah, in Twickenham. Because the, 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 the oil stays in and it well, keeps it Well, I, I want a clean pan, so I, I buy a T-fell wok, <laughs> which is non-stick. Stick. I don't like, I don't like um, stir-fry. Oh, don't you? Oh, I love oh, no. stir-fry. Oh, no. Oh, I could eat... If somebody did me sweet and sour chicken now or some rice and noodles... I oh, eat sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. Do you do the balls or do you do the... Well, I don't make them. There was a lovely Chinese restaurant in Twicken. They used to flatten the chicken out mm. so it looked like a fillet, mm. flattened out with a hammer, and then they put batter on it and then deep fry it and then cut it into strips. Oh! You can do that. Small wonder I'm diabetic. <laughs> yes. Small wonder I'm falling apart. I'm I went in the dead. other day to see Miss Mr Shah in goods and I come out with a carrier bag now. In fact, I'm thinking of taking it to Hornchurch to, to, to demonstrate to people how many tablets I'm taking and how, how much... I had to buy a bo- I had to get a box of um, needles for the, for the blood testing and all the rest of it. What it's quite do? exciting, really. I mean, I feel as though I'm seriously ill. What, do they... Do you <laughs> like the chemist one of those? A bag for life, but a very short one written <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not, Look, not a very big bag for Mr Shah, I'm afraid. No, it is always a big bag. It's always a big bag. Because I get four boxes with all my... T- Actually, then again. Four <laughs> boxes with all the... Uh, t- but explain to me why there's pockets on the front of that crocheted dress. Got my hands in oh, right. Actually, I have to say... Like my auntie Enid, she's got a house coat <laughs> like that. Puts her hands in against you and she's got a fag in her mouth. Fag in the mouth over the, over the garden fence. <laughs> and she's got her hair done up with two rollers in the front. I know. And one toothbrush. One tooth. <laughs> she looks a bit like Nanny McPhee this morning. Look, we're all going to have to work much, much longer than we... 
we we thought. In fact, we're not even going to be able to get our bus pass. We've got to wait another five years before we get don't that. Don't bother free. me in the slightest. Well, because you don't use I public can't understand transport. why people. Uh, Anthony Davis and I will, have talked about this at length. I can't understand why people want to retire now. No, I, I cannot retire, understand but this. But I would quite like a free pass for the tube when I reach that age, which I've now got to wait another five years for. Yeah. But people that are still working after 65. Tom Jones, yeah. 70. Yeah. The Queen, yes. 84. Yeah, but she can't retire. She can abdicate. No, she, she, she's there for she life. She's abdicate. already said. She won't. She won't. She, but won't. she could. Yeah, she could. And she's still working. She won't. Alex Ferguson is 68. Judy Dench, 75. Yeah. Brucey, 82. And Shirley Bassey, 73. Yes. Well, you just don't... If, if you're in showbiz, and loosely speaking, I suppose we are in showbiz, you don't retire because it makes no difference. What I mean, even though I do look particularly attractive. You know, you, you just don't retire. It's not one of those businesses. It makes no difference. No, because you just continue. You get and better work and better. In, you get better and better because you get more better. experience. Yes. Except they don't like you always say, "All these young things trying to present television programs." Yes, you, no experience. But that's exactly the same for radio. I've said to bef- to you before that that you you learn radio over the years, and sometimes you think you come away and you've done an interview, and you think, "God, that was really good." You know, that was particularly mm. good because when you're young, you don't know how to do interviews. You don't know how to do anything. You you you, you play at it really. That the older you are, the more experienced you become. And the more you realise what, what people want from programmes. And they don't want all these young things. I mean, some things on television now are very nice. But it's to try and sustain a career on television is more difficult these days because they're going on looks, they're going on ratings. But they're not going on what well, talent. No, they're not. It's, absolutely, it's, it's shocking, actually, how bad yeah. how little talent there is around. Well, well that, that's what they've said for ITV. They need to find more people, but they can't find them. No, because they've because they got rid of all the people that yeah. were really good. Yeah, they've gone to other channels. Well, I've and... seen loads of people over the years who've come up and they've given them a show. I mean, I've said before, a little bit like Stephen Mulhern, they've given him a Saturday night show. He's been doing the X Factor and Extra Factor, and he's fine. Mm. The trouble is, if this show and it doesn't rate, they're not going to commission another series because with a, a show that doesn't get an audience, doesn't get any advertisers. No advertising. You can't sell you the prime sell advertising uh, sites, which is what, why The X Factor does so well. Yes, exactly. One of, one of the only two programmes, Anton Deck and The X Factor and anything with Simon Cowell, that's uh, money. That, that do well. They, 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 they generate income and they get an audience. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I went to the Dartford Festival a couple of weeks ago. It was fantastic and free to get in. Stacey Solomon from X Factor was brilliant, as was the Take That tribute band and the Rod Stewart tribute band. Oh, yes, I've seen the I've worked with a few one. of these. The Take They're good. One, yeah. They're excellent. Not sure I want to go and see Stacey okay. Solomon, though. Oh, um, I like Stacey. Yeah, what? Oh, isn't she from Hornchurch? I've no idea. She's got Basildon. Is she? Basil, no. I think she might be Hornchurch. She's definitely Hornchurch. Oh, She'll be there on Sunday. But oh, Sunday moral worry. Hello, oh, Steve. Can I sing? No, you can't. <laughs> she could. She's great. Susanna says, What a smell. Coal tar soap. Oh, yes. Yes, right, cold right, tar soap. Cold tar soap. Yeah. We like Glycerin that kind of soap. stuff. Look, a very quick story for you, because <coughs> we, you oh, and I, I love whales. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. I'm just checking here. Mm. Um, another one here. After much consideration, the theatre decided to dismantle the set on Sunday, says oh. Jan. I'm sure you'll understand due to previous form, because I generally fall over the set. Well, we both broke the In fact, we both broken the lights before. You and I. She says, I know you've agreed to share the broom cupboard with the brooms, but now I've nowhere to put the hoovers, so there won't be much room as usual. Well, will the carpet be clean? All I care is that someone to have a cup of tea, Jan. Oh, you can make your... You, there will be somewhere. They're being decorated. Tea. I know they are, yes. I can't do the smell of paint. We're, we're being Clashes with my diabetes. Well. I'm bringing you diamonds. <laughs> diamonds and pearls. <laughs> no, this, is a, this is an interesting story, and I'll tell you why. First of all, it's about... We were just talking about whales, and I'd watched a very good programme the other night where they followed whales. What, whales... 
Seabach or... No, 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 not the Welsh tourist. Oh, Wales. Board. Okay, right. I did that on the travel programme last week. Anyway, back to the real whales. Whales that swim in the yeah. sea. And we were talking about, you know, how they harpoon them and kill them and how mm. very upsetting it is and uh, how the, the whales feed in the warmer waters and then travel north in the, in the summer months to feed off the plankton. Yes. But unfortunately... Plankton? The plankton is what they eat. Oh, right. Yes. And though they eat fish... No, they eat, and they eat plankton. Plankton's this little thing that they have little around. little fishy restaurants. They yeah, go they have plankton. Plankton, plankton, plankton restaurants. Take away plankton. <laughs> <laughs> Plank what? Plankton in a what? I wish. Anyway, <laughs> unfortunately, and this is really really sad, a cruise ship killed a whale mm. after ploughing into it off Alaska. Oh. Princess Cruises said the young humpback whale became stuck in the Sapphire Princess's bow, and the ship had to be halted south of Douglas Island until the carcass could be removed yesterday. The death was noticed when the ship had to increase power to maintain speed. That's really sad. That is sad. And that's the ship I was on in January. Oh, was it? Remember the one I did all my broadcasts from? That was in the suite, the front. Very, very sad. I don't like Very sad. But things like that happen, don't they? Yeah, they do happen. Things like that happen. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe celebrated his birthday the other day in a nightclub. 21. Wow. 21. It doesn't seem possible. He can access all that that money he's got. He's worth 15 million. I thought it was 20. Well, 15 to 20. Whatever it is, he was having a vodka binge. Daniel, we think you're fab. We do think you're fab. We think you're very, very clever. We hope you get some nice work now that the Harry Potter films are over. Yes, apparently they're over, aren't they? Yes, they've all finished filming, actually. Actually, it's all finished because Barbara's finished filming EastEnders. Yes. So she's done her last bit. She's now sort of enjoying the relaxing side of uh, of married life. I'm sure she'll do some other things, won't she? Oh, gosh, she's got loads lined up. Loads lined up. That's it for this morning. Thank you, John. My pleasure. John will be with us in uh, Hornchurch on Sunday. Don't forget, there's just a couple of seats at the uh, box office. Uh, it opens at 10 o'clock this morning. Jan will be answering the phones. And they're there for the 3 o'clock performance on Sunday. Row 3. Row 3, three for 3 o'clock. Yes. And John will be there with a the torch going, I see your tickets. Thank you. <laughs> pass along the line. Thank you. Toilet's just to the left. OK. It should be lovely. So we'll see you Sunday. You will indeed. OK. And you have to wait and find out what outfit he's wearing. Has indeed. You have to wait and find out what outfits we're wearing. Uh, don't forget, if you check out the LBC website, please do. LBC.co.uk. All the fabulous pictures of the meerkats and all the contributors and the podcast and the blog and everything else are all available there. LBC.co.uk. Next with you after the news at seven this morning. We're taking your calls on a variety of topics. All the bikes are available later on. First of all, the business update. Chris Rogers. Thank you. Good morning. In the city, the FTSE 100 share index was 